Hey everyone, a little bit of good news before we get started. Although Steve and I originally lost the audio to episode 23, a beautiful Swedish angel by the name of Hannah came through and not only did she recover the audio for us, but she was the entire mastermind behind of all of JT's audio and audio equipment. And she just made this entire process so much easier on us and really helped produce this episode. So Hannah, if you're listening again, thank you so much. You are such a lifesaver. And uh, hey, whenever you get that shirt, I really hope you'll send a picture uh, into us so that way we can post it on our social media. So again, thank you so much. And yeah, let's get into it. Welcome to the Bartender Rant Podcast. I am your host, Steve Haley, and I cannot tell you the thrill that I have for you today. It's amazing. I have my beautiful co-host in studio with me again, the Berwick Mansions. We are are going uh, back-to-back times now from the media room, but what makes this extra special is not just Michael being here, but our very first international guest joining us from Europe live. This is incredible. We have JT coming from Sweden. So before we get into it with JT and tell you a little bit about the amazing cocktail he has for us today, I'm going to throw it over to my extremely tall today co-host, Michael. He looks extra tall, like he grew two inches this week. I'm wearing my boots. That's probably what it is. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I don't have a lot of updates. I've just been, uh, you know, getting to catch up with everybody in Maryland. Last night I had steak, lobster, and shrimp. My God. So I'm feeling pretty good. Ate like a king. Yeah, absolutely. Did that make up for me not giving you a hug when you got off the plane no. here in Baltimore? No, it didn't. So He's still butthurt <laughs> about that. I don't know what it is. You know, I, I we were in kind of in a frantic rush. He and was I ma- kind of in a frantic rush. And I made the mistake of not hugging him when I when I saw him, and he has brought it up like six times now. I, I don't know if this is going to... I'm gonna, sensitive. I'm sensitive. This may end our friendship and the podcast. <laughs> I'm hoping that's not the case, but if it goes down, it's going to go down in flames. So... Um, well, I don't want to get too much into it. I'll just tell the people what's going on with me right now. I'm losing my head. I'm like a chicken with my head cut off. Um, if I sound a little frantic or or distracted on this pod, please, uh, I, I beg your apologies. I'm kind of playing hooky from work right now. Um, of course, the day that we decide to do an international podcast and we're trying to time somebody who's six hours ahead of us with our, our schedules... Um, that's of course the day that every fire that can go, you know, go off at work goes off. So I you love fires. I, you know, I love fires when they're in the kitchen. I don't love fires when it's my clients and it's money on the line. So on one hand, I've been juggling a, a bunch of crap today. Uh, Mike is gonna has been so kind. He's been so patient with me. I think our guest is uh, has been a lot of the same. So I'm hoping everybody can kind of bear with us today. I'm really excited to bring you this episode. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you just got to ask yourself, what's your priorities, you know? Is it going to be the shitty podcast that you run on the side that doesn't make you any money or your actual day job? And for me, that answer was that's the answer was simple. Let's, let's be honest. Any excuse to drink in the middle of the day, yeah, that's, that's the priority. It. That's it. What was your, uh, what did you say earlier? Um, something about uh, burn the boats, right? Yeah, yeah. Burn the ships, man. Burn the ships. turn them back. Let's get Steve fired so we can do this full time. This might know? be the day I get fired, people. But honest to God, that might be a sign from the Lord. So um, without further ado and, and not wasting any more time, uh, let's get right into it. As always, some of our quick announcements. We want you guys to be healthy. We want you to be happy. This business is brutal uh, on people. It really wears you down, and at times, a lot of people self-medicate. Um, they, uh, you know, they chase alcohol, drugs, whatever it may be. If you're struggling with any of these things, please 
reach out to the resources we have at the end of the episodes. Shoot Mike or us and or, or I an email. We would love to at least just you know be somebody that can listen. So um, don't don't be shy about that. We want you guys to enjoy the show. I know we joke a lot about partying, but it's it's important to be conscious about self-medicating and substance abuse. Uh, other great, more positive uh, announcements. Obviously, the merch store. I know we keep plugging this. We want you guys to get on there. Really cool merch um, from our designer, Rachel Campaneshi, on prodigydtg.com backslash the bartender rant. Hop on there and check out the new stuff that's coming for the holidays. We have the Christmas jukebox coming up. can't say the holidays because by the time this releases, it's going to be 2022. So. Ah, okay. Well, hey, get yourself <laughs> something for the new year, baby. A little 2022. It's going to be cold most of the places, yeah. you know? All we got of, hoodies all up All of our there. references to current events make no sense. Ah, on podcast, that's so. on you. You just got to get, <laughs> the, Fuck you. We're not gonna get the pods out quicker. We're not going to get into that right <laughs> now. No, uh, Mike's doing a great job with the jukebox. We have the uh, BRP... Um, holiday playlist coming up, as well as... Well, it's already passed, but yeah. Let's just fuck it, dude. I want to hear about Sweden. I want to oh, hear no, about Sweden. No, no, that's what no, I want to no, hear about. No, right? No. All right. I'm going to put it to bed. No more announcements, but seriously, though, the jukebox is pretty cool. Yeah, check yeah. it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm constantly working on it. I really do think it's a pretty good playlist. You might find something new that you like on there. All right. Well, let's give it a whirl. Without further ado, here is JT and the Jungle Birds. Okay, we have JT, and he has brought with us today the Jungle Birds, all the way from Sweden. I think Thank it's just Jungle Bird, us. right? It's jungle not bird. Jungle Birds, right? So multiple drinks would be Jungle Birds. Yeah. I mean, I plan on having multiple drinks. Can we introduce the guy, please? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, JT, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Doing good. Doing well. Yeah. well, and it's funny because, so as, as I understand, we need to keep you as an anonymous guest for this episode, correct? Yeah. Yeah, which is fine because, so in some of the episodes, and you're a listener, so you know, Steve has had a problem with flipping up and saying the guest's actual name over and over again. That will be a problem because neither Steve or I can actually pronounce your real name, so we don't even have to worry about that at all. Yeah, such a good thing to have. Like, yes, you're on a yes. show, they can't well, pronounce your name, just be anonymous. Yes. See, I love the idea that I can't even possibly fuck up. Mike didn't even, Mike just said... You know, when I asked about the episode, he just said, JT, and that's it, you know? So the less information you share with me, the better it's probably going to go. That's usually a good rule of thumb for my dumb brain. But, um, man, I'm so happy you came on. What was it that really motivated you to, like, to, to say yes to this? I mean, I know you, you were a listener and you'd reach out to us on Instagram, but what, what really motivated you to be on here with us, make this happen? I mean, mostly I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I usually listen to you guys while going to work and like setting up the bar, cleaning the bar, is to feel like I have some company and like, oh, yeah. and they're like, you talked about this. Have you, yeah, the, like the Malibu Dew re- recipe yes. that some guy, some friend of you sent you, and I don't think Dude. you should be friends with him anymore. <laughs> but like, okay, that was like half hour before work. I'm like, okay, shit, uh, there's gonna be a slow day to work a day. Uh, we have Malibu. Shit, I'll buy some Mountain Dew on the way. Let me just try it for why not? So I tried it. Like, ah, oh, this is fucking horrible. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, how can I make this better? So I tried to make it better. I'm like, ah, what should I do with this? This was ah, I just shoot them uh, fucking on Instagram for fun. What what can happen? Like, and I'm like, yeah, sure. And then you like, ah, oh, cool, you're a listener from Sweden. I'm like, yeah. I have nothing better to do. 
except work bars and listen to podcasts. And like, oh, do you want to join? Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't have anything better to do. Yeah, I love it. Well, and let let me get so from our perspective. So we we've had some fans reach out to us and thank you all. We love you guys. But we got I got a message in our Instagram box and it was just a picture of a drink, a green drink, and it basically said, "I made the Malibu do work." And then it had the ingredients list. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to try this out. We get to talking. Turns out this guy's from Sweden and decided to take Jude's terrible concoction and actually try and make it work. Which, by the way, we have not tried it yet. We bought all the ingredients today. So we're going to try it after this episode. Yes, make sure you listen to the, to the very, end the very, very end of the episode after the outro. Because yeah. you'll you'll have our reactions to JT's version of the Malibu Dew at exactly. the end of this episode. Yeah, but so that's how this all started. He just, he's like, hey, I made this drink work. We started talking. Turns out he's from Sweden. He's like, yeah, you're international. It's like, fuck yeah, man. So, Dude, I was convinced we were getting catfished. I thought right after this you were going to ask Mike and I for the OnlyFans password. And I was like, <laughs> this is, I was like, this, there's no way this guy's real, but... No, the more we got to talking, we, we realized that you kind of have some of the same passions that we do for the bar business. You're in the industry as well. And um, the one thing I've noticed about you in, in our very um, limited interactions you know, through Instagram, um, you're a bit of a mad scientist behind the bar. You like the challenge of saying like, okay, I can recraft this drink or I will make this cocktail. Um, one of the coolest things I think about this budding friendship has been watching you take some of the cocktails that we profiled on the show and making them drinks that you serve at the bar, which mm-hmm. we're flattered. We thought that was like the coolest thing in yeah. the world. I was like, what, what that guy is, a, uh, has the heart of a mixologist because yeah, he absolutely. wants to get in there and break the liquor out and let's see what works and what doesn't work. And I thought that was sweet, man. I mean, I can do this by the Paloma story now or we can save it for later. It's up to you guys. No, 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 save it, save it, <laughs> save it, save it. Save it. <laughs> so speaking of mixology, uh, let's talk about the drink that we're getting into today, the Jungle Bird. Yeah, so basically, I did this guest shift at a South American uh, Mexican fusion restaurant slash bar. Uh, and they had a jungle bird on the menu, but instead of the Campari, they had the strawberry infused Aperol. And they Ooh. also had the uh, cachaça. And like, so I made it for some I guests. I love cachaça. Yeah, cachaça is amazing. Uh, and like the little, like the little thing that's left in the shaker that you forgot to pour out in the drink, I just poured it in the glass and tasted it. It was like, Ah, this is amazing. Now I want the original. I'm like, okay, the podcast is going to be soon. It's going to be the Jungle Bird because I just want to have the All original right. once more. All right, very cool. Well, and uh, Steve is going to give us a little bit of history on that. I've, I've actually pre... I didn't mix it, but I, I pre-portioned out everything so that way I can just make it really quick. We did get fresh limes. Um, we didn't have fresh pineapple juice, unfortunately. Well, maybe we did, but we're just lazy, so... We do have fresh lime, so we'll at least be mixing that in. But uh, Steve, do you want to you want to tell the, the guests a little bit? Yeah, about everybody a little bit about that while I get those drinks made. Yeah, and, and please, JT, chime in. You know, if if uh, I know you're mixing up some cocktails over there, but if uh, if you have other information, kind of about the Jungle Bird, this was an interesting drink to research compared to some of our other ones. You know, a lot of the cocktails that we've had on the show have been very classic cocktails, um, or or in some regard have roots. Um, in like movements, you know, I, I brought up a couple times the Cuba Libre being one of these drinks, right? That has roots in the Cuban Revolution and everything was happening with with Cuban rum and American <laughs> occupation at the time. I'm gonna let the boys shake it up for a second. All right, you're good. <laughs> Nothing like the sounds of chaos behind a bar. 
No, but it, it, what's interesting about so many cocktails is whether or not the original recipe came from a specific story. You can usually, um, you know, you can usually trace back the roots of the drink to a very specific time period or um, or geographic area. the The crazy thing about this drink is that it's an amalgamation of like a couple different drinks. Um, obviously, it has roots in South America and Brazil with things like the cachaça um, and the rum. You know, it is a very, very well, uh, you know, a well-known drink kind of all throughout South America, but in different forms. So, you know, JT referenced Cachaca, um, which is a Brazilian liqueur, similar to what you think of. Yeah, similar to what you, sorry, JT's shaking them up now. Similar to what you think of as like a margarita style. So a lot of different drinks like a, a Caparina, like a rum punch, like a rum runner, um, a lot of them have some of the elements of a jungle bird. The original recipe, after doing a ton of research, actually doesn't date back that far. It's only, uh, it's only about 50 years old. It dates back to 1978. There was, a, again, a famous hotel. We've had this kind of like yeah. consistent um, situation where we have a hotel involved in the history of the drink. Um, there's, uh, you know, we all know the Hilton hotels. There was one specific Hilton hotel in, um, uh, in New York City. And they had a special room called the Reigns Room. Uh, and apparently in this hotel, uh, the, at the time, in 1978, the room had a, like, Jamaican rum kind of theme. Uh, and it was called the Kalua Lumpur Hilton Room um, at the New York Hilton. This drink of all these different rum pieces, Jamaican rum, Campari, pineapple juice, lime, simple syrup, kind of all gets mashed together as kind of a sweeter, uh, more lively version of a rum runner. And it comes out, you know, they name it the Jungle Bird, giving it homage to, like, the South American jungle bird and this bright color, um, like, almost like a toucan, right? Over the years, there have been consistent changes to it. Obviously, today we're, we're drinking a New Age version. Um, I'm really excited to get into it. I've had a Jungle Bird a handful of times. We used to make them down at the beach. We would make them as frozen drinks, not really my thing. Um, I like the idea of adding, um, you know, some more elements to it, especially different fruit juice. And I love Campari, so you can always go a little heavier on that one. But again, kind of a weird uh, history of the cocktail this week. All you need to know is that it's a mashup of like 20 different rum drinks, but it's kind of found its own lane as it's been tweaked throughout the years. All right, so we got them all mixed up. Cheers. And cheers. What, do they, what do they say in Sweden when, instead of cheers? Skål. Skål? Yeah. Skål. And so... I love that. I love that in sync... That, that synchronicity you guys just had. That was beautiful, Hannah. Have we <laughs> introduced you. Hannah on the show? So, so Hannah, Hannah is my tech girl who fixed all my yes. equipment. And uh, kind of a side effect that Hannah's here is that her dog and my cat are going to be fighting in the living room and we're in the kitchen, <laughs> so you might hear it. Uh, we... We don't think they'll kill each other, but if the podcast runs a straight halt, you know my cat died. <laughs> okay. Well, JT, you know from listening to the show that we have had a ton of uh, furry friends mm -hmm. um, as as guests from time to time. So it's nice that we have uh, two more. I got to ask, what are their names? I need Hannah's dog, and I need your cat's name for the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, my dog's name uh, is Amber. Um, okay, because she's, she's a little miniature pincher and she has that kind of amber look to her fur. So oh, it, amber cute. was, yeah. 
Yeah, that was yeah. her. There she is. <laughs> right on cue. Yeah. So my cat is bald as Steve. So no. I have, no. I have a naked cat. Uh, and his, his name is Svante. Slumta? Svante. Okay. Yeah, so, I'm not even going to have a tough time yeah. with that. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to leave that where it is. So, uh, and he, uh, he's a kitten. Like, he's four months old, so he's, he's an annoying oh, as shit. Oh, baby. Okay. <laughs> well, I, we'll sti- be, I, I still think that they should name him Dobby. It's like, there's <laughs> no other yes, way. I, yes. <laughs> because it's a, it's a hairless cat. Right? Exactly. <laughs> well, you said it's a bitter, miniature pincher, so there's a chance that the cat could... The cat can hold itself. Yeah, he yeah. can totally take her. She, he can totally take yeah. her. No question. <laughs> so usually we like to raise a glass to somebody that we're going to toast to. I'm going to say let's pray on this toast that um, that Amber is nice to bald Steve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Skål. Skål. All right, well, let's hop right into it. You know, we obviously start every show with the drinking. This is kind of the background on how you got into the business and where you are now. Um, what what we really want to understand is what first got you in the business, like what was that first job, what positions you've held along the way, and then kind of where you're at now. Yeah. So I started as a bar back in a Mexican bar, thanks to a friend of mine who got the job as a bartender there, and he like, we need a bar back, you go. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? I was- <laughs> Didn't have a job. I was young, uh, and I've been bartending, serving. Uh, my last job was as a bar manager. Uh, that's why I could make those cocktails and send them to you guys because I control the bar. Um, but I also done like bartending and the bar backing for a lot of private events, mm-hmm. like private parties and uh, yeah, like. Uh, opening for bars when they don't have a staff yet and they just need a bartender to show, like, go through the menu for the friends and the families. I've been to a lot of those stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Keep I mean, going. Sorry. That, so that's the like the short version, but I've been working at a lot of Mexican bars and I've also been on like fancy hotel bars, fancy like restaurants, but mo- and uh, like all the private events are, of course, really exclusive. Like, this mm-hmm. is a guest list. One, the like the project manager of that party went up to me like, you have to check out for paparazzi in the woods, so keep your eyes open. Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> paparazzi in the woods. <laughs> That's insane. Because we were in the middle of nowhere, and then they're like, you can't let anybody in that doesn't have like this blue sticker. Uh, and okay. especially if you don't recognize them, because then they're paparazzi and want to get in here and take p- pictures oh. of all the people. So we're talking, you're like, you're, you've got private events for like, is this like Swedish like movie stars or like political figures? Or- I'm not allowed to tell. <laughs> <laughs> he can tell us, but then he'd have to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. The last one I was at, I had a 20, what is it, dollars? $2,000 fine for each like point of the contract I broke. I had to pay a fine. $2,000. Really? Well, like eight points. Holy but uh, the contract ends in a year, so then I can talk about it all I want. Okay, so we might have to have you on for some bonus content. If, yeah. if possible, the the right way to do this is to have Mike and I come to you in of a course, year. Of course, And then yeah. have you tell the, 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 those stories the right way. That but uh, awesome. That's crazy. So, I mean, is that? can I ask you, is that a common thing? Because uh, there are definitely 
there's like event halls and there'll be like local places where a lot of private parties are held, right? Where like, you know, I can host my big event there. They'll have a bartender on site, but that's not super common, right? Usually it's like you have to rent out a bar or restaurant. Is it, it do you, is there a lot of um, service industry employees doing that kind of gig work where they're going event to event to event to event like that? I mean, I was hired for a, from a like a company that does private events they're, they're like and that's all they do okay yeah they do private events and then they like uh, draw draw up bars like the architecture stuff of it and then they also do private events so they call okay. bartenders from time to time like ah oh, can you be at this private event and if you're doing good you get hired for the next one and the next one and the next one very cool that's awesome okay um so Obviously, you progressed pretty quickly to actually bartending. Was that, I mean, was that a hard transition for you? Or did you, were you, like, for for me and Mike, when we first lived together in the city and we started bartending together, we were making a lot of drinks at home. I mean, I can't tell you how many nights we came home and said, hey, tonight's margarita night. Hey, tonight's we're making martinis or we're making old fashions. Mm-hmm. Was that just something that was already part of your life? You liked making drinks? Or what was that transition like actually be- learning that side of the business? I mean, before I was a bartender, um, I was like... A young, young adult, twenty, early twenties. Um, so I started pretty late, but I couldn't cook for shit. So <laughs> okay. every time I got friends over, I made uh, like I tried to learn drinks. All right. So <laughs> I had a roommate. He did the food, and I I presented the alcohol. And then like ah, oh, this is pretty fun. And then yeah. it kept growing and growing and growing. And then I got a job. So cool. I was like, the thing I got to do as a barback, which I guess is not really common, after the shift. They put me behind a bar to do all the cocktails for the staff, like at the end of the shift. Oh, okay. Ah, you're like an end of the night bartender for the yeah. for the team. I yeah, like and that. then like that's, and then like the next weekend, ah, you can make this cocktail. I know what you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a perfect like kind of dry run, yeah. so to speak, for yeah. for you know giving you the chance to kind of show them what you can do. That it almost sounds like this was kind of in your blood, man. Like you, like you, uh, you took to. You took to it in a special way. I know for me, I I love putting smiles on people's faces with food and drink. And so, like, if I can cook something for you, if I can make you a cocktail, like, that's a special moment. Like, I don't care. If, it's not even whether or not you're, like, a best friend or a romantic companion or somebody we ju- I just met. That is, like, fun for me. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a weird part of that service relationship that it's, like, I, I want to make your day better. And I actually really enjoy that. Well, and let me just say, as far as um, that goes, these drinks, these Jungle Birds are, are delicious. I'm halfway through mine. Well, this is- it was funny because when you and I did our test run, I was so touched. He was like, well, look, I know you don't like Campari. I was like, he oh, said my, that? he said that. Wow. Like, well, he's, he's, a, he's a real listener, man. He is, I've got to tell you. This is a Campari drink that I am enjoying. See, it's I very love, tasty. It's I, very, very good. I could drink Campari right out of the bottle, <laughs> well, and people think I'm crazy. The, I love that shit. The the, uh, the the sweetness of the pineapple is really balanced yes. out. Yes, with that the, dry with the fresh and with yeah. the fr- the fresh lime juice too, it gives it the little tart kick to where it's not it's not over overly sweet. Yeah. So that, it's really really good. I'm really enjoying it. I love I mean, JT. So. Can't be a bartender without liking Campari. Yeah, can't. <laughs> we have to, right? Okay, all right. I'm on my way. All right. <laughs> um, okay, so you've been so you started as a barback, you you quickly rose up. You're doing bartending. You've managed. Where where are you at now? Uh, right now, um, I'm being like doing a lot of private events because I, I mean, right. I'm facing out of the bar world, trying to do them. Like the the late nights are killing me. So right yeah. now, I'm doing a lot of private events, like and like guest shifts at bars, and doing like uh, I'll come into this night and just help out and. 
maybe come up with one cocktail for the night and that's your cocktail for the night. Uh, so I'm doing a lot of that. Cool. That's a great point in your bartending career when you can get to just guesting. That's like, <laughs> I, I've known a couple older bartenders who are in like their like 50s and 60s and they still, you know, they'll just call a couple friends who own restaurants every, every you know, month or two and be like, hey, I'm coming in. <laughs> that kind of thing. It's, that's a good place to be. But I mean, this is not like awesome, to put man. my name on in, Instagram and people flock. It's more like, ah, oh, you come, come work with us this evening. We're a bit short. I'm like, yeah, sure. Ah, oh, can you also create a cocktail just to have so we can kind of make it an event? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, then maybe our pod has been uh, a little bit of a help to you. We've at least given you uh, some ingredients list over the time. Absolutely. Which, not because I know we're about to get into the gauntlet, but I do want to say we'll, we'll have the... Uh, the, the list of ingredients and it's going to be a little odd for most of our listeners because it's going to be like 1.35 ounces of rum because everything you do is with the metric system correct yeah. so he's got milliliters and everything which can i just say as an american i am so ashamed that we don't use the metric system it, it all just makes so much more sense like water, that's, water boils at 100 degrees and it freezes can, at zero can i can I, t- can I tell you something what that's the tip of the iceberg about <laughs> things that we're ashamed about as americans i think it's just a big Christ conspiracy I think, I think the metric system is just a big conspiracy to make us buy two sets of tools absolutely do you know that 20 <laughs> minutes before this podcast i walked into a liquor store because uh uh we had to do a, a emergency beer run for a very specific type of beer that we need for di- for another session that we're doing and I walked into the liquor store, and there's uh, there was some presidential announcement that was on the TV. I was not in there for 10 seconds before the guy behind the counter starts going, Oh, we ought to put a bullet in his head, huh? Oh, and starts, starts giving me his entire worldview of political propaganda. And I'm just sitting there like... Uh, I'm just here to buy beer, man. Yeah. Just here to buy some beer. We need, to, we need to make sure it's very clear. Steve and I have no political views whatsoever. <laughs> at all. So whatever side you're on, we don't give a shit. That's just, correct. Just listen along and drink along. For That's podcast purposes, this is strictly bar banter. If you get upset, if you get upset about it, then you might be one of those assholes that's in a fight, arrest, or fire story, okay? Absolutely. You can disagree and you can argue, but at the end of the day, we're all having drinks together and we're all having a good time. Yeah. So, um, so, all right, well, Thank you for giving us a little bit of a uh, picture into the background. Let's jump right into the gauntlet. I know that you have been probably more prepared than most, being one of our, our best listeners. Um, but I have to ask you, as I always do, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, very good. And uh, shit, what was I going to say? Come on, Mike. No, we're good. All right, well, let's, Time just, is money. let's just jump in here. All right. Well, yeah. So- this is the gauntlet. It's time for the gauntlet, and thank God no one is angry at me right now. Um, no, uh, we had a little bit of recording hijinks there. Miscommunication. Steve, Steve, <laughs> Steve is touching shit he shouldn't be touching. I brought Again. my setup, and he's just like, oh, I'm just going to press buttons and stuff. We already learned with Lexay that that's a bad idea. Yes. Just leave it alone. I did right? promise Steve, I would never touch. Yes. Touching thing you shouldn't be touching? Isn't that how you got in jail? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I am uh, by the second getting more concerned about tomorrow because um, Mike didn't need any additional motivation to screw me over. But the angrier and angrier that I make him, the worse that the gauntlet is going to be. No, for I've already tomorrow. decided on the drink. So if you listeners don't know what he's talking about, we're going to do episode twenty-five tomorrow. Steve is going to ingest seventeen different liquors tomorrow, <laughs> and I'm really excited. So. Definitely tune in for that one. It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. <laughs> but um, let's stay on topic here. We have gotten to the gauntlet. I'm excited to have you here. One of the big things that we want to learn before we jump in is more about some of the quirks with um, what it's like going to a bar in Sweden, working at a bar in Sweden. Yeah. I assume, you know, is it 18 there, right? Yeah, Drinking 18. age is 18, right? So the drinking age is 18. So a lot of these stories are probably going to involve like a, a younger crowd. But can you, can you bartend at 18 as well? Yeah, you can. I mean, you can, you can right? So there's, you can serve tables at, uh, I mean, 15. at fifteen, uh, and really without think, Yeah, you're not allowed to step wow. behind a bar unless you're eighteen, but you can serve okay. drinks underage. Okay. Um, so that's about the same for us. We go. It, uh, there's a lot of states where if you're eighteen, you can put the alcohol on the table, um, but you can't be behind the bar. You have to be twenty-one to be behind the bar. So that's. That's the little eccentricity we have here, and I'm sure that's going to bleed into some of these stories. But I'm I'm not going to tease you any longer. Question number one, pet peeves and misconceptions. Tell us about some of the things people don't understand about the business. I mean, I'm going to start with the, I think every bartender is going to recognize him. Like, the regular, the guy's been there like twice, and, and <laughs> he hasn't introduced himself. He doesn't tip very well, but he knows you. And he wants the better service because he's been there twice, remember? <laughs> and he's been there on Saturdays when he's in shit and he wants a Long Island iced tea when you're eight tickets deep. But he's a regular, remember that. That guy. <laughs> I'm a regular. Is, is that the same, JT, is that the same guy who also knows the owners? Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's also like, yeah. And then you ask him, oh, what are the owners' names? And he's like, I remember... Bob, somebody from seven years ago, and yeah. <laughs> I, I know that exactly the guy you're talking about. Yeah. that's a good one. A good one. I yeah, mean, we've, that, we've had some. Of, sorry, go on. I mean, that's like that guy's annoying. There are a lot of many people more, but like that one, he just drops me the wrong way every time because he wants special service for not doing anything for you. Like, help me out, well, and I'll help you out. Yeah, well, especially because we've had some of our last guests talked about. Um, like actual regulars, people who do come in all the time, who are probably good tippers, but they really expect special service, which can be a real pain in the ass sometimes, because, you know, they should know more than anyone else that you're weeded or you're busy. But you're specifically talking about somebody who thinks that they're a regular when they're really not. And they believe that they should get the special service before they've ever put in the work to actually, you know, earn the title as a regular. Yeah. I mean, I recognize so you as the asshole from last weekend. You need to watch it. Let's 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 try to um, come up with a formula right now. What's a, what do you think the minimum standard for regular should be? Is it ten visits, like ten visits in a month? I mean, ten visits in two months. I mean, it depends on like on weekends. There's a lot more visits for me because I can't remember yeah. shit about you. But like, if you yeah. come in like a slow weekday, like sure, you're gonna be a regular real fast, especially if you tip well and have a nice conversation with me. Like for me, the regular is the guy with you have a nice conversation with mostly, because mm -hmm. some people yeah. they only talk to you because 
they have nothing better to do. But some people are interested in what you have to say, and they want, to, and you get interested in what they have to say. Those other guys get, became regulars real fast, and the other guys are just trying to get free drinks or whatever foster service because they almost know you. Like you can't be a regular if you don't know my name. <laughs> They almost know you. Well, to be fair, we don't know Steve you. and I can never be a regular because <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be able to pronounce your name. So. No. Um, I mean, I think that's a pretty good standard. You're right. It, it, it does get accelerated if you come during the week when I'm not getting... I'm making shit tips and I've got nobody there and you're willing to sit there and have... You know, enter, you know we have a nice conversation. A connection, them, yeah. Yeah, we, we make a connection for an hour or two and, and you know you have dinner or some drinks or something and you tip me well. I used to have this couple, and we've talked about them on here a couple times, Dave and Gene. Dave and Gene never came on a Saturday night, Friday, you know, Friday night. They were there, like clockwork, Sunday night, Monday night, Wednesday night, um, and they changed our evenings. So I think that's a pretty good standard. If you're going to be a regular, but you're only going to come Saturdays, man, you better either tip so big I can remember you, or you better be there every damn Saturday, like same time, every last one of them. But, uh, all right, those are good. Any other pet peeves or misconceptions for the people? I mean, when there's a, these are mostly young people, yeah, start that up, for, uh, for me at least. Like, they come in a group of five, and one guy's ordered one beer. He doesn't even check with his friends if they want anything to drink. So you get him his one beer, and then, ah, oh, sorry, can I get two? Yeah, sure. Anybody wants more drink? Everybody's looking at their phone. And then you go get the other beer, and like, ah, oh, shit, oh, we also wanted two glasses of wine. Ah, oh, sure, go get yes. the glass of wine. And I'm like, ah, and and five shots, and the water. <laughs> the, I mean, just the rambling order yeah, that just like, keeps on coming. You know your friends want to drink too. <laughs> I know your friends want to drink too. Why do I have to wait for them every time? Well, see, that's where you got to pull a you know card out of Trent's pocket there. That's not an expression. Uh, but take one of Trent's. Uh, he, he basically, whenever he's busy. Pull a guard out of Trent's pocket. He'll say, he's like, hey, are you all together? Do you? Yes. Are you all getting drinks? You know, you, you, you kind of try and corral them together and, and figure out exactly it, what they need It's to tough do. because I think you're also talking about a, a dynamic where, and I'm I'm just going to, I'm going to put myself out on one here. That guy that you don't like who walks right in with the group of five and he orders, I'm that guy because I don't understand the idea of being in a commercial business that's a bar and standing around and looking at my phone. The reason I'm here is to order a drink. When I walk in, I know what I like. It's not going to take me five years to order a drink. I can't tell you how many times I've gone out with a group of friends and my frustration is they walk in and it's like either their wallets have a fucking lock on it or they cannot, they've never had a drink before, so they, they never order anything. So I'm just standing around with my dick in my hand. <laughs> Usually what I will do is I'll order the beer. I'll say, hey, you know, one beer for me. And I will just automatically order sh- uh, like a round of shots for everybody. And then I'll say, everybody else, you're on your own. You know, like figure it out, get your drinks in after that. But I'm with you. I hate the running back and forth. I hate when you go to a table and you said, do you need anything else? One person's paying attention. They order. You come back and then they need something else. That's the... So infuriating. You just need a little more uh, attention span from the customer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can see you looking at me, then looking back at your phone. I mean, every time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? They're regulars, and you should really try and take better care of them. So we're going to move on to number two, best and worst tips. Which, 
I think it's going to be interesting too because I think tipping in Sweden is a little bit different than it is here in the states. Yeah, I mean, I told you that that on sound check, but we don't tip as much in Sweden. It's not part of the culture. Like we tip, but not that much. Like we get paid, I think, fairly well in the restaurant business. Uh, like and so we don't really need the tip that much, but of course we still won't tip because it's more money. Mm-hmm. But we don't le- like a twenty percent tip. That's really good. And uh, like a ten, yeah, you should get a ten. And like so, people people still do typically throw you a little bit of extra cash when they're ordering drinks, though. Yeah, I mean, okay. usually they just round round it up, like um, yeah, if it's eight dollars five. They give us nine dollars, sure. Like, sure. They're, unless they're eighteen-year-olds, they never tip. Yeah, <laughs> they, they've still got to learn. They they haven't had yeah. time. Which that's that's funny too. So we, you you brought up the Long Island iced tea earlier, and uh, we, you know, uh, Sid always said, you know, twenty-one is the only time you're allowed to drink it. But I think in this in this scenario, well, it wasn't 18, just Sid. it wasn't just Sid. We've had a ton of bartenders saying, on like, here that said, listen, if you drink long iced tea, you're trash. Well, but 21 was the only time that's acceptable. I think in Sweden and other places where it's 18 years to drink, okay. I think 18 year old so, is acceptable. So if you're from... Yeah, if, the first year that you're allowed to legally drink at a bar, that's yes, the only time... That's a better way to yeah. put it, right? <laughs> if you're not from the United States, you can drink your Long Island iced teas when you're 18. If you are from the United States... You have to wait till you're 21, and then once you're 22, be done with that. Yeah, shit. be done. Be done once with that. Once shit. you're 19 or 22, depending on your geographical location, you <laughs> see the stuff that shit. I mean, in my experience, it's the 18 year olds and like the 45, 50 year olds who are the Long Island. Yes, he's so right. Though. He is. There's always that one guy that, that 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 is his drink, and he's going down with the ship on that. He is going down with the ship. So have you have you ever had like a really incredible tip? Somebody just you know shelled out a little bit of extra cash for you? Yeah, I mean like. Was uh, we don't ca- take cash at the bar I work at, or used, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, this guy comes up like, okay, I want four beers. I'm like, yeah, sure, pour him up. And like, ah, do you take cash? No, I don't take cash. Like, so what's four beers? Uh, like uh, twenty dollars or something. Uh, anyway, okay, I have, uh, I have fifty. Do you take cash? Yeah, I take cash. and that guy came back (laughs) several more times that night right you you take cash but you don't have any change right yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) i love it and then you just put that on a special table in the bar and then you pay it up in the end of the night or maybe don't see what happens so i'm glad you just said that because this is something that i've i've been waiting to get into on this podcast and i can't believe we never have you just said a special table and every bartender that's worth their salt knows that um, there's always a little bit of massaging uh, when you're behind the bar and you're looking at the computer, especially in a high-volume bar, right? There's people coming in and out. There's checks that people have walked out on. There's drinks you spilled or you dropped. There's drinks you comped for a friend. And you start to realize it might be nice to manage all of this quote-unquote loss or comped checks on its own tab and so that's how you create the comp tab or the special tab or the drop tab or whatever it may be and i've heard a million different um scams around this i've heard a million different names for it but really at the end of the night it's your comp tab right like um however you manage it is how you guys do it at your bar but uh or i'm saying however anybody does it at their bar but 
The comp check is uh, that special table that we're just going to drop drinks on. I'll pay it out at the end of the night. I'll pocket my $30 in that case, and I'll pay for your beers. You know, why yeah. not? I mean, no. you got to have the uh, shit. Uh, I accidentally put an extra tab, beer on their tab. I'm going to move that to the to the mistake table. You got to have, ah, mm-hmm. shit, I want some fries for the kitchen. I'll put this on that table so we can have food <laughs> in the bar. And then you got to have right, the right. he paid by cash table. So you got yeah. to move them around. Yeah, yeah. You got to do this, a little juggle. This is exactly why JT had to remain anonymous for this episode. <laughs> uh, I've been stealing money so, from so many bars. <laughs> so so uh, with the cash situation, is that like common? They Do, do bars just like not take cash there? Yeah. I don't think I know a single bar in, in Stockholm where I work and live uh, that takes cash. That's crazy. That's that crazy. Some have a tip yard. Like the reek, but but Sweden are like the least like mm, cash country in the world. We almost always pay by card. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think any restaurants take cash. Like I can't so think of a single one. How do people? How do people sell drugs then? I mean, there's a different way. I mean, <laughs> they, they pay for cash, but <laughs> but you can still don't worry about money. You, you, but like when we if go to somebody speak, gives you, can you pay cash, with sexual favors, okay? Is that it? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if somebody gives you cash in a restaurant, they're either selling drugs or they are also working in a restaurant, getting paid by people selling drugs. Yeah. Or, or it's like you said, or they're just really old and they just yeah. haven't converted yet. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. interesting. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, question number three: worst drink orders. Yeah, and this you, you're a listener, so you know. So this is either. Just like the Long Island iced tea, drinks that you just think are trashy, or drinks that you hate to make, or or a bad drink that someone's made for you. Yeah, uh, I, I gotta take up two. I gotta take okay. up two. So the first one, uh, this has ruined uh, Rob Royce for me forever. I never tried one again. So, Ooh. I was at uh, at this like, I mean, sort of cocktail bar, like a tapas restaurant with cocktails, and mm. I was like. 19 something and i for some reason i ordered rob roy at 19 stupid rob roy is the scotch sweet vermouth and bitters yeah. i get in a beer glass lukewarm oh I, I had like two sips and sent it back i've never had a rob roy again so it was like there was a beer glass full yeah oh my god i mean there was a huge <laughs> cocktail That'll fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just straight scotch, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, what were you thinking? Fucking warm scotch, you, bitters, you and said you, were eight, you said you were 18 at the time? 19, I think. 19. Who were you trying to impress? What was her name? Uh, you don't have to get into that, but <laughs> she she had some she had a really good personality. We can stay at that. <laughs> Oh, okay, uh, so so what's the other one? What's the, the other, other one? one? So thank God. I mean, go you've ahead. never tried Rob Roy. You've never tried Rob Roy since. No, it's been wow. seven years. <laughs> I mean, the second one is uh, a cocktail. I mean, it's a good drink. It's a good drink, but every bartender gets mad when he has to make it because it takes too long time. It's a Swedish drink. It's called a hot shot. So it's a okay, okay. equals part. Uh, Galliano or liqueur 43 which is a vanilla liqueur hot coffee and like whipped cream on top okay okay I mean it's, it's good but 
doing that because if everybody sees hotshot, there's gonna be ten more, twenty oh, more, yeah. thirty more. Oh, it takes so yeah. fucking long to make in a bar because you have to whip the cream to the right consistency because it can't be too thick or too oh, thin. Oh, you're actually you're actually whipping the cream yourself. Yeah, I mean, you don't okay. have like when you, when you say whipped cream, like we have like no 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 no. no. You got to okay, like so- it got to be right on the surface so you can sip through it, like an Irish okay. coffee, and this drink mm, okay. is layered. Interesting. Yeah. So and, you, and you have to have you have to have hot coffee re- yeah. the whole time too. Yeah. And yeah. if you run out of hot coffee, it's gonna be at least ten minutes before you get yeah. another batch ready to go. We we call that. I don't know. If, uh, I'm I'm about to be stupid here, so I'm just gonna catch myself before Michael catches me. One of the episodes that we just recorded that hasn't been released yet, so you have not heard it at this point. Um, we have now labeled that phenomenon the mojito effect. Yeah. Uh. If somebody orders one, then there's 15 of them yeah. after that. And <laughs> exactly. it, it, it becomes this contagion. Oh, that looks good. Oh, oh my oh, God. Is I'm that a mojito? Yeah. <laughs> a fresh mint? Get out of here. That smells delicious. I will I mean, have one of those. To make that drink even worse, there's a song that comes with it that everybody sings when they want it, and they bang on the fucking table, which I hate when <laughs> oh people bang on the tables oh, in bars. Oh, you gotta sing can it. You sing, yeah, keep okay. Hannah, Hannah so, you can jump in and sing it if you want. But okay. Okay. Okay, yes, yes. Kuka, cafe, vispa, grede, hot shots, hot shots, hot shots. So it's basically... <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so basically... I, I have PT. Boil the coffee, whip the cream, hot shots, hot shots, hot shots. And every time they bang on the fucking table. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You can hear this across the bar. And you got, okay, I got to do 10. Then you're going to do 20. Yeah. So I don't know if you, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but we cannot, we could not name a drink that here. Hot shot is like a very, very common phrase in the United States for like, bad drugs that are given to somebody purposefully to kill them oh or i thought it was like it was like doing heroin and then coke and no 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 no, no. a hot shot is a hot shot is when somebody intent like intentionally oh, okay. yeah. gives somebody bad drugs to kill them yeah. with those drugs yeah and so that is not a name that would be <laughs> that is not a name that would fly vanilla liqueur whipped cream and coffee that yeah. sounds delicious. Yeah. I mean, it's, right it now. is delicious, but it's a f- hot shot. Hot shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, dude. All right, what's it? What, did we? Did you say you had another one for this? Worst no, no, no. I mean, I can that tell more stories one. about okay. the hot shot, but I know, I know <laughs> I, bars who won't take the order if you don't do order at least fifteen. Yeah, exactly. really. Yeah, yeah they have now, like, they, like they're they served in a shot glass. Like a, oh, it is. So it is a small amount. I was yeah, thinking it was a, like still a, like a coffee mug. It's one o- one ounce of uh, vanilla or one ounce of coffee, and then it's cream until you fill the shot glass. Mm-hmm. But it got to be layered. Yeah, but they, but they 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 just take it. Yeah, as a they just take it. I mean, it's but like twenty percent coffee too. So I mean, you yeah. got to make sure it's not too hot. I'm assuming, yeah. right? Yeah, that's why yeah. it's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so they have like. Like on their menu, like if they have a, uh, like the menu on the wall, it uses a uh, hot shots, only order 15 or 10 or 20. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't want to make exactly. like one or two and then three and five. Yeah. Paul, Paul had that same pet peeve. Yeah. Like some of these drinks, they have so much that goes into them. It's like, I'm not going to make you just one. Like I'll make you 10, but I'm not going to make you just well, one. Paul, and Paul's example as well is it's like sometimes there's, I don't know if you've heard of a dirty bong water is, is a pretty common shot here, but to make a dirty bong water, you legitimately need like 15 types of alcohol to make a dirty bong water. So for somebody to order, can I have one dirty bong water? You're like, 
No, it's physically impossible. <laughs> I'd be out here with a beaker, you know, trying to measure the strength. Doesn't You'd have to break it down to milliliters yeah, at that point. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on. Question number four, mistakes and fuck-ups. So times that you or your coworkers have just crashed and burned. I mean, I'm not saying this is me, but somebody uh, left the fridge door for the kitchen open for four days. Oh, okay. So that also might get into health code violations. <laughs> I'm not saying it was me, but I was the last one to put the, the stuff in it. But somebody could have opened it and take a peek. <laughs> it's inconclusive. Now, yeah. how did it get? Was it was it a long holiday, a long weekend? I mean, we, four days. So this bar, like this was a Saturday. So we've been working like a long ass shift, uh, mm -hmm. a lot of people, and was supposed to put like some. I don't even. I think it was like strawberries or something in the freezer because mm -hmm. I can make syrups of them later or something. Uh, and then uh, when we when I came back on Wednesday because we op only went from Wednesday to Saturday, the chef like the head chef looks at me, go in the freezer. Like okay, I will go in the freezer. I'm like ice everywhere. Uh, oh god. Half. Uh, <laughs> half thought out the bread or whatever he had in there and like shit oh. this was probably me and i just played dumb <laughs> i played so dumb that day <laughs> uh, and i'm like okay i i'll help you out like he had to call the service for the freezer he had oh, to like man. remove all the ice himself because he was supposed to be alone that day because it was slow wednesday mm. uh, and and then like okay how much money did we lose on this like ah uh we didn't lose the meat. We only lost the bread. So it's okay. So, <laughs> quite lucky, but still not in. You still can't prove it was me. I didn't. Wasn't <laughs> the one who locked up. I was just the last one in the freezer. Yes. yes. I mean that's probably one of my biggest one. Like sure, I've dropped the glass in the fucking ice well a few times, but yeah. I mean the freezer thing. Oof. That's a good one yeah. too. That's, well, especially that's unique. If you piss off the the kitchen staff, I mean, you're in hot water. Not just the kitchen staff, the head chef. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, yeah, if they would have found out whoever that was, it could have been a rough time for them to, you yep. know, get back in good graces with that with that staff. This is a very good rule of thumb, again, to all of you servers or bartenders out there that may be new to the restaurant business. Um, if you do fuck up, and there's a period of time that has gone by, and they haven't figured out that it was you. Don't necessarily volunteer that information. Like, let's just see how it plays out. You gotta be, you gotta have some, some, uh, some uh, self awareness to the situation. Like, if you need to step forward and raise your hand, then you gotta do that and say, "Hey, look, it was me. I fucked up. I'm sorry." But if there's a fair, if they can't find out if they can't prove it. There was no video footage. <laughs> you know our motto here on this show: yeah. if they can't prove it, it yeah. never happens. No, protect the innocent and the guilty. You know, uh, you know, just. I, I think mean, that, I think it was smart. Whoever and, left that door open, I think that was a smart move for yeah. them. Yeah. And what you can do, yeah. you can also like, okay, I'll help you fix this, and then yes, ah, oh, this stupid ass idiot who did this. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yes. Also yes. a good thing. Be, be the first one to volunteer to help. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, okay, number five, health code violations. You have made it halfway, my friend. I'm, yeah. I'm very proud of you. Okay, so Go this ahead. isn't this. This story is. This story is fucked. So, <laughs> uh, I got the same head chef uh, that was in the freezer accident, an mm -hmm. incident. He told me this story when, like, he had this, uh, like, friend's kid 
work, like first day in the kitchen basically. And his uh, job was to like cut pork and then throw it in like a some fucking tub with some marinade or something. Uh, and then uh, he cuts himself in the finger like really bad. Has to go to the hospital. They sew it back together. The day after, he has the same job again. And he loses the top of his finger. Somewhere between the pork. Oh. Wait, wait, oh. wait, 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 Slow down here. We're moving real fast. <laughs> We're moving real fast here. So, are you saying that the top of his finger that he cut off the day before and was sewn back on falls off the yep. next day? Yep. <laughs> And like, oh, and oh, then the man. head chef of this restaurant, like, okay, you're done. He just takes the pork and stores it somewhere. <laughs> and this kid, he just runs. So he told this story to uh, like an old coworker of mine, like, and he knows the kid and he knows it's true because he, he, he doesn't have the top of his finger. <laughs> well, yeah, there's very obvious yeah. evidence there, right? Yeah. Oh, so somewhere. So hold on, what happened to the pork? What do you mean the guy stored it somewhere? I mean, he put it in the like, where they marinate their meat. There could be no. a finger in there, because he couldn't find a finger. That's why he ran. He couldn't find what the top you, of the finger. You, what do you think the odds are that that, that that pork got served? I mean, it probably did. <laughs> oh, God. Some, somewhere. You know, I, I have heard that human tastes most like pork. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to lose, if you're going to lose... You've a heard that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You yeah, know I've what? Every now and then on this show, <laughs> you just really identify yourself as being from the plains. Like, I'll tell you, I've heard hanging out with my buddies down at the watering hole oh, that these humans taste like pork. I'm just saying, like <laughs> pork and, and human meat. Uh, you know, I've heard you've from heard sources you've heard. that okay. they're very similar. Right. So if you're gonna lose the tip of your finger in any meat, it's probably good that it was pork. Well, if you big fan of pork or human meat, agree. Yeah. I don't think pork. I don't think. Pigs have fingernails, but... Okay. All right, I got to rein you back in here, guy. You're all over the place. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of how that played out. That's uh, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. I also like the visual of somebody, somebody doing a job, and then all of a sudden, as they're doing the job, part of their body falls <laughs> off their body, and their reaction to this dire situation is to just, like... Run away. Turn and run full speed <laughs> away from this place. I, I love it. There's some survivalist mentality in that. Yeah, I mean... Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you going to do? Loses his tail. Yeah, what are you going to do? Favorite. What are you going to do? Uh, I mean, listen, I think you've shut down the health code violations category. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, body parts in there, yeah. Yes. I don't think yeah. I've had that one before. My bad. <laughs> That's a new one. All right, well, listen, you have made it to halftime. Are we taking a little break? You guys need a break? I mean, yeah, we're good. I mean, uh, I refill? Could use a f- refill? Yeah. Okay, let's take a short break. Let's not pause. Let's not pause the audio. Let's just keep it rolling, just to make it easy. Okay, we'll t- take okay. a quick break and then we'll just get right back in. All right. All right, y'all. <laughs> See you in a minute. Okay, we are back. What a halftime it was! I called my boss and he didn't yell at me. So I think we well, he doesn't are. Doesn't know what you're doing. Is the point? I didn't tell him, Mike. <laughs> I'm just saying I made it appear as if I was a model employee. Yeah. Okay, and that's all we really need to do. Uh, to make this happen today. So we have made it halfway. Uh, we are coming out of halftime here. These jungle birds are hitting beautifully. So I, delicious, truly. I feel like I can fly. I really do. <laughs> I, I, I feel bright. 
which I, is what I really think that the um, this drink has to be known for the most. Is it's got this just beautiful, bright, juicy flavor to it, and uh, it's it's got me in a good mood for a pod in November. <laughs> um, no, without further ado, question number six: Ratchet and crazy customers, and we've also expanded this category to include. Memorable customers. A customer that just left an impact on you that maybe you want to give a little shout out to. First of all, we're going to start out with this. I want this on the record. I had had several guests tell me I look like Seth Rogen. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I just want you guys to confirm to everybody that listening, I do not look like Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah I, no, I'll, I confirm don't. that. Yeah. No, you don't. I think I think it's you know it's it's we're we're Americans. You know, Seth's an American. <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> he doesn't look like Seth Rogen. Is no, what I'm don't. trying to get at. All right, I'm, I'm trying to actually, I'm trying to actually put my finger down on it. I I feel like um, uh, I I know the actor. He's in the movie There Will Be Blood. That's who you remind me of. You remind me of the the young guy who plays the um the the revival preacher in that movie. Um, uh. Yeah. You guys have a very similar look. I'm going to look up the name of the actor while we're doing yeah. this. But you're, um, you're also you're much more trim than Seth Rogen. So yeah, no doubt. Exactly. I, I don't see how people would. Yeah, you're a fit, you're, you're a fit guy. You're a fit yeah, guy. Thank you. All right, just keep it in your pants. I'm about, I'm six hey. zero. I'm trying to get him on the OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bonus OnlyFans episode. Yeah, with exactly. <laughs> six zero, one one ninety pound Swedish guy with the. Yeah. Strawberry we'll blonde him. beard and the twirly mustache. Yeah, he's got the twirly mustache. They call him yeah. the Swedish hotshot. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it. Yeah, but, okay, right, but so. I got a. I have a guy. I have a great story about the guy. So this guy, he's actually a regular. That's what makes this even more fun. Uh, like, he well, comes well, in. An actual regular or? No, nah, he's an actual regular. regular. When the bar opened up, okay. he helped us put up shelves. And okay. stuff like that. So he, wow. he gets a discount. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, this guy, uh, he comes into the bar and he starts talking how about how hard his life is. I'm like, yeah, sure, it is. Like, no, you don't understand. The secret police in Sweden is following me because who my dad is. What? And I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm going to show you a picture. He shows me this picture of some guy in a suit I've never seen in my life. So apparently his dad is some president of a country in Africa that nobody's ever heard of. Okay. And makes makes all of his money mine, mining diamonds. And this regular is his bastard son that he has sent to Sweden for some fucking reason. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. He's told this story again and again and again. So uh, he lost his job working for a construction company because they found out who he was. So he lost his job. Uh, okay. They had his new job. Some guys got hired that, that like a week after him, but they've been there all the time. And he's like, no, they're secret police. They're spies for my dad. <laughs> okay. I mean, and it just goes on. Like, he's, he's, following, he's getting followed home by police officers every night. The guy who lives under him is a secret bodyguard that his dad sent to keep track of him. <laughs> I mean, like... His son got a like a got a new teacher, uh, but the school doesn't tell the dad it's a new teacher. They lie and say no, this is the same teacher that he had had for a half year. And so I'm like, no, this is a new guy. I'm like, oh, this is another spy for my dad. 
And then now, I have a question. I have a question. If he's a bastard child and his dad wants nothing to do with him and sending him to Sweden, why does he have all these spies like keeping well, tabs on? Is is this some like Game of Thrones shit where yeah, his I mean, father dies, he could have a so the thing the is, what this guy <laughs> probably just yeah. believes. I, I'm pretty sure this guy has some kind of mental. Oh, he's out of his gourd. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what he believes is his dad sent him to Sweden to protect him, and soon he's going to bring him back so he can live this high life in middle of Africa with all that diamond money. Wow. Wow. And then, incredible. And then this guy, he has the nerve. He comes up to me. Ah, you look tired. I can tell you look tired. I'm going to buy, go to this big, like, um, store for health products. I'm going to buy you some eye cream so your shadow, baggy eyes disappear. I'm going to go do that. <laughs> What a dick! Yeah. What the and, fuck? What the fuck? I mean, like after men, that, I haven't seen him in like compliment. three months. I don't know where he is. He could be back. In he could, it could all be true. He could and be in Africa, he, right? Yeah, and he also like, maybe, oh, you can't, you can't bring you people. No, maybe you I don't know. know that buy you eye cream was like code yeah. for go back to the diamond mines or something yeah i don't know like i don't know Holy and like shit. he also told me like oh you shouldn't uh, bring people like for parties to your apartment because they use parties to sell drugs because <laughs> that happened to me and i got kicked out to my apartment because somebody was throwing out cocaine through my window to buyers down the st- on the street so i got kicked oh out oh my god I thought you meant like they bring them back to sell drugs to people at the party. You're no, they use they use the location yeah. as yeah. a drop point. Yeah, unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. The the reason he got into that rant was that I told I told him that ah oh, my neighbor's dog tried to get into my apartment. Yeah, he smells the drugs in your apartment. Like I don't have drugs in my apartment. Like yeah, the Not guy who lived there of. before had. That's what it did to me. They're still hidden in the walls. Yeah, that was exactly. Let me ask. Oh. You, let me ask you this: If this individual had a name, right? Just like what? Well, would, he obviously has a name. I know, but if he had a name that we could actually share on the pod, like I mean, what would his name be? Let, let's call him fucking. Uh, I mean, oh, he's got to be international as well. Shit, Simon. Let's call him Simon. Yeah, that's okay, good. Simon. That's good. All right, good. Simon. Uh, how old is Simon? Simon is forty-two, I think. Wow, very precise. Okay. Yeah, and so he, he asked me how old I think he looks, and I said 38, and then he said, ah, ha, ha, I'm above 40, and I think it was 42, okay. I don't remember. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So he's yeah. still a relatively young man. I, I just, it's, it's, it's Simon, the bastard of diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah, I like yeah, that. Very nice. I just wonder how long this charade is going to continue. <laughs> well, yeah, the I mean, secret police take him in, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, but he, he, like, he's really nice. Like, he, he only, he sits down well, he's and really nice. But he's really yeah. nice. He, yeah, he, but he's, he's been followed by the secret police. Have you ever tried to fuck with it at all? You know? Like, yeah, I mean, hey, they... <laughs> every time. <laughs> I don't know about I mean, you guys. I just buy into all the shit like, yeah, sure. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, I get it. That would happen. And, yeah, and so it also like, yeah. comes up to me and my coworker like, you guys, you have a gift. Because you're nice people. You got a gift. You people are gonna uh, take advantage of you because you got a gift like every oh. fucking time. So this becoming like an in joke at the bar, like, oh, you got a gift, you're so good. 
I mean, he spends fucking hours and he drinks his beer and uh, sometimes some whiskey and he just sits there and talks about how his dad's gonna take him back. Wild man, I have I have to be honest. Like you just said, he was a nice guy. Um, if I was being followed by the secret police, I would be so agitated. You've yeah. seen me when I'm like flustered with work or like. Oh my god, I couldn't imagine if somebody was. If the secret police, if I actually thought the you. secret police were after me, I'd be a son you. of a bitch. Yeah. I would be the worst bar patron ever. I I would run in and just start grabbing bottles from behind the bar and take it off into an alley. Jesus Christ. Um, all right, that was a pretty damn good one right there. That is a memorable customer. Yeah. <laughs> My God. I mean, that's a ratchet customer. <laughs> yeah, and I have a different guy. This guy, oh, he got, like, he just punched all my nerves at the same time. He comes up to the bar. Ah, can I have uh, aviation? First of all, shitty drink order. We can start there. And like, <laughs> no, I sorry, sorry, I don't have uh, uh, maraschino liqueur. Um, I'm like, okay, can you make me something similar? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm making a Tom Collins. I'm like, oh yeah, this is the same drink. I'm like, nah, <laughs> nah. And then like an hour later, he's like, oh, that's such a good drink. Can you make me another one? Yeah, sure, I can make you another Tom Collins. But well, can you make it something different? Yeah. So I used, I think, apple syrup instead of like sugar syrup. I'm like, oh, such a good drink. And then he sees we have tequila on the fucking in the bar and like oh, tequila that's one of my favorite spirits because it's the only spirit in the world where you can taste like the the starting product like in vodka you can't taste potato in vodka but in tequila you can taste the agave I'm like oh yeah 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 sure dude you, you you're a good you, you know what you're talking about he's got a I very mean, advanced palate <laughs> yeah i mean like every i mean ah i was just i was so tired just gave up but like yeah sure i'll give you give you this one and take a drink and walk away uh he he's been back a few times and he still orders tom collins <laughs> that's wild that's wild you have a customer for life off a drink he didn't even want right yeah all right well very good well i don't know what it's like over in sweden i mean here in the states people get pretty rowdy but we want to move on now to fights, arrests, and fires. And we don't want to talk about the secret police arresting anybody, all right? Something uh, a little bit more, you know, down, down to the regular people, you know, the, the common folk. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I was working <laughs> at this, like, a really fancy restaurant. I was working in the bar. Uh, like, it's a gin and tonic bar uh, connected to a really, really good restaurant. Uh, I'm not going to say the name because everybody, or even hint at it because everybody's just going to know what I'm talking about. Um so it, it has a really good bar where people mostly go before dinner to have a drink before dinner and then they get seated in the restaurant. Uh, okay. So, and sometimes some people just go to sit at the bar. So, two beautiful looking ladies, I mean absolutely beautiful, come look, walking in with this guy who looks like uh, a Middle Eastern, five foot nothing uh, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> like, he's broader than he's wait, wait, tall. Wait, wait, Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy has the biggest arms I've ever seen in my life, but he's the shortest dude I've ever seen. <laughs> and he comes in with these two beautiful ladies. And he sits at the bar, order drinks for them, has a really big tab at the end of the night. And one of the bartenders I work with uh, apparently knows one of the girls. 
and goes to talk to it with them and and apparently he has been following them around the whole night like from bar oh, to bar oh so he didn't come in with those ladies he followed no. those ladies in yeah and been sitting okay. with them sharing the same tab because we thought they were all like all together mm-hmm. uh, so at the end of the night the girls make some excuse and just leave and he gets stuck with their like a $500 tab <laughs> and he's oh, shit. pissed <laughs> Can you he's probably been doing the same thing cooking. at other bars. <laughs> so he is, he is wanna, pissed. You don't so. want to piss off Roly Poly Oly Baby Rock. You don't want to do that. No, no, no. He'll no, mess no, you no. up. Yeah. No, so what happened was uh, we were like, okay, you, you got to pay your tab and you got to leave. And he pays his tab and still pissed. And the bartender knows these girls. They're like following him him because he's not going to like make sure he doesn't follow them even yeah. further. Like they're going to exactly. get their tab and leave. And through this bar, there's a stone spiral stair that goes up to the restaurant and the bar. And at this stair, he pushes the bartender because they got in some kind of disagreement around something. And we call him Baby Rock. And Baby Rock <laughs> falls down these spiral stairs backwards from the force oh, no. he pushed the bartender. The bartender didn't even touch him. He pushed the bartender and he just falls down. <laughs> like, no. like this stone spiral stairs. And then he just runs for it. How many flights? How many flights are we talking about? I mean, two, probably two flights of stairs. <laughs> That's still like maybe a, a backwards fall. So he's he, drunk so as the, shit. The bartender's standing at the top of the stairs. Yeah. He's standing on the stairs, facing his back facing down the stairs. He pushes this guy, yeah. and it backfires on him, and then he just takes a tumble down the yeah. stairs. Like and he just fucking runs. Stone, right? <laughs> he runs. I mean. We can mm. laugh because he got up and ran. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why it's still funny. Yeah, if he, was, if he was just laying there, it would be a different story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Not really, but... Uh, and this isn't, isn't really a customer. This is a... Uh, I was out with uh, my, my bar manager from another place I worked at, another bartender. We were out, and we decided to have a after party at my place. Or oh, my bar manager decided we were going to have an after party at my place. <laughs> Uh, so he just grabs me, a friend, two random girls, a random dude, and another random girl. And we're all just getting a cab to my place. We get this random dude to pay for the cab. Nice. Because uh, I'm not going to pay for it, for a cab yeah. when you go to my party. And I bring it's out... Al- it's, already your, it's already at your house. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I yeah. just put some bottle of alcohol on, on the table for, yeah, sure, I don't have anything to mix it with, but sure, go ahead, I don't care. Yeah. My bar manager should take a swig of every bottle and just leaves. <laughs> what? Yeah, he doesn't remember so he... this at all. <laughs> so I talk, he... I... <laughs> I'm sorry, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah. so my, my, bar, my bar manager takes a swig of every bottle I have at the table, like probably eight different l- liquors, oh, and then just leaves, God. doesn't remember anything. Uh, and this random dude... Apparently he's hooking up with one of the chicks, and he has wait, wait, he, he attempts it. Yeah, yeah. He attempts to. I just want. I didn't. Hear no, no, no. He makes it. They, they are okay, hardcore nice. making out on the floor. Nice. And then he just faints and doesn't get up. <laughs> what? Wait, come wait, wait, on, wait, man. Like mid-make? Come on. Yeah. Like mid-make? Was yeah. that good? I mean, come on. No, <laughs> I don't know. And we're like, okay, <laughs> shit. We can't. We can't get this guy I... to like. We can't get him. He doesn't respond to sound. We slap him a bit. He doesn't respond to that either. And then we realize we don't know this guy's name. 
We don't know how old he is, we don't know where he lives, we don't know his name. And we can't get him to respond to anything. So we, 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 we called the ambulance because we don't know what to do. Oh, I, oh, I thought you were just going to say we rolled him into the alley. No, 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 no. no. no yeah, we, you're right. Call the ambulance. Good call. Yeah, yeah. Call we, we put him in the stairwell of my apartment. So he doesn't in my apartment. He pukes in the stairwell. Um, we get the ambulance. They, this is during Corona, by the way. Um, so the ambulance can check his... Oh, God, God damn it. He, like, oh, thank God. He doesn't have a fever. We can just take him in. And then we're like, they ask, has he taken anything? We're like, we don't know. We met this guy an hour ago. And the girl, like, yeah, he's taking... He paid for the ride, which was really nice. But yeah. we don't know anything else. And the, and the girl, is, yeah, he's, he's taking some, some uppers and some downers and a lot of alcohol. Oh. And, Jesus. Yeah, and then the, like, the ambulance driver getting, like, semi-responsive. And like, have you taken any drugs tonight? No. And then he just faints again. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And then, then they they drive him off. I don't know anything. They t- took his jacket. Apparently, we did, they took his jacket and like his wallet and phone. And then they just left. We know nothing else about this guy. That's you all don't we know. know if he lived or died. No, day. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and and after we sent him away, uh, a neighbor of my this is a, my old apartment. We call her the hangover lady because I only talked to her when I was hungover. She, <laughs> she comes down in the middle like, what is happening here? Oh, but I'm so sorry. We had an after party and we had to send this guy to the, to the hospital. I'm like, okay. Yeah, okay. Are you being careful? Yeah, we're being careful. And then the day after, I'm hungover as fuck. Because I've been drinking for a long time. And yeah. I meet her in the stairs again. <laughs> it's like, oh, how did you go with that guy? I don't know. I don't know his name. Like... Why do you have people in your apartment you don't know the name of? Like, because I was, I don't know. It was a bad mistake. I'm don't sorry. Ask, no, no, no. You should have looked at her and said, "Don't ask stupid questions." Yeah, I mean, that's the only way to have fun in this world. You gotta yeah. take chances. I mean, we we gotta remember. I met this this woman, uh, old lady, I should say, like five times. Every time I've been hungover, and she's been coming knocking at my door asking for stuff. And I've been mean, just hungover as shit. I, I can smell the alcohol in my breath. And she just comes up talking to me every time. Never met her sober. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a rough go. I, I have to say, the most interesting detail of the story for me is him mid-makeout falling yeah, on, the, baby, on the ground. Baby. I've been thinking I've about seen, that, too. I have seen a ton of, like, ratchet makeouts at bars. But that is a brand new one for me. Like, the idea of somebody mid-makeout just hitting the ground... When I was like 17, I went out on a date with a girl and I remember when I went to kiss her, she started like sucking the air out of my mouth like and I was a like mentor. I like pulled back and I was like, "What are you I was like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "That's like a cool thing that I was told that you're supposed <laughs> oh, to do." God. And and I was like, "Well, maybe don't do that again." And then like I go to kiss her again and she's like sucking the breath out of my mouth. Dude. I'm wondering if that's what happened to this man. Like no. that, that his lady that was, just like That wasn't a date, that was a witch. And she yeah. was trying to suck the soul out of your body. Thank okay. God I got away from that one, huh? <laughs> Christ, I could have ended up I could end up in a Swedish ambulance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's free. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Really? You guys have universal healthcare, right? Christ, that yeah, sounds awesome. I mean, because the most like expensive grand for an ambulance here in the states. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the most expensive fucking uh, trip to the hospital I've taken is like thirty dollars. 
Thirty dollars. You know how much. That's a cheap Uber. You know how much. (laughs) You know how much debauchery Steve and I would get into if we could go to the hospital for for thirty dollars. Right. Fuck it, man. I cut my finger off in the pork if I could go to the hospital for thirty dollars. On purpose. I mean. Okay. Well, Uh, speaking of trips to the hospital, let's get into question number eight: sex stories. No, we haven't done fights, arrests, and fires, dude. Yeah, yeah, we just did. That was fights. That was fights, arrests, and fires. Yeah, Steve, pay attention. Steve's sorry. checking his fucking work phone. This I got people asshole. emailing me. I'm so All sorry. All right, so anyway, <laughs> back to question number eight. Sex stories. Give it to us. I mean, I've been I've been behaving myself behind the bar. So this is not going to be about me. Uh, but just I like, had this. Just like the, the walk-in fridge freezer. Yeah, yeah. nah. We got, yeah. We understand. Yeah, we, we, nah, so I, had this, that, I had this co-worker. Um, what he used to do is he would uh, he would write his phone numbers on on every receipt every receipt he didn't care every one of them it's a numbers yeah, yeah, yeah. game yeah yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a numbers literally game literally a numbers game <laughs> yeah. literally a numbers game <laughs> fuck off and they like he he got a lot of dick pics I'll start with that <laughs> <laughs> wait is that what he was going for no Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Important clarification. But, good, good follow-up question by you, Michael. But this one time it works, and so the girl, the girl, the girl calls him after the his shift ended. And like, yeah, okay, you can come back to the bar. It's all cleaned up. You can come back. We can have a few drinks. They have a few drinks. They're starting going at it like behind the bar, and the owner walks in. Nice. And it was like, okay. He sees this and just leaves. And the day after, I'm like, okay, where is Paul? I don't know where Paul is. Like, yeah, Paul got fired this morning. <laughs> Paul got fired this morning, but he got laid last night. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what's that's go, right. Paul. Right. I mean, honestly, God, if you're going to go out. Yeah, fuck it, man. <laughs> go out, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's good. Um, did he, you ever... do you, wait, do you think he got fired because he didn't ask the owner if the owner wanted to join in? I mean, probably. Like, <laughs> Paul, Can you... I don't know if Paul knows why he got fired. Paul. Because I don't oh, think the he, owner no, no, told no. him. He might not, oh, he might not have been aware that the owner caught them. No. Is that what you're I don't, saying? Okay. No, what, what oh. Paul, like, because the owner told me that, uh, like, oh, I got to fire Paul tonight. And then Paul, like, I fired him today. And Paul told me he had sex in the bar last night. So you that, put two and two together. Yeah, I put two and two together. So let me ask let me ask you this, okay? It feels like there's a few details missing here, and you might not have them because we all know about we've talked about the bar firing stories, especially on this pod. I know we're still on sex stories right now, but um you always hear like this guy got fired and you never really hear the whole story, and it comes in in bits and pieces over the next six months. So do you have a concept of like where they were? You said in behind the, the bar? bar, right? Yeah, I mean, they were like actually happening behind the pipes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, she, she had her hands on the fucking bar top. Jesus nice. Christ! I mean, there's no like you gotta you gotta find something to block it at least. Like no, that's that makes it so much hotter. I you guess, know, I guess. You're just showing the world what love is right there. Man. <laughs> 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 it's, it's open for everybody to see. Shut up. That's awesome. Go, Paul. Shut up. I hope it was good. 
Oh my god. Alright, well let's move in. Alright, number nine. <laughs> number, number nine. nine. <laughs> I actually know what number we're on. Yeah. I'm pretty good, excited. Good job, Steve. It's right. almost like you're a host of a podcast or something. <laughs> hey, hey, listen here, guy. <laughs> okay. Um, number nine, my favorite category. Mike and I's favorite yeah. category, I could say. Hazing, pranks, and games. What do you do to kill time when you are behind the bar and you're not working? Or to initiate new people. Yeah, say, yeah. What's yeah. being in the bar industry? I send cocktail recipes to the BRP co- podcast. <laughs> ah, yes. Wow, I didn't think nah, But I have some stuff, too. Uh, at the last bar, we usually play Jenga. Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we had, a, like, like where you put the dirty glasses, like the disc station. We had a Jenga game set up that we took one, like, when you had the time, you pull one out. And yeah. yeah. That was one of them. But what I used to do was, if uh, if a couple guys or girls come, like, oh, we want uh, four vodka shots. Like, ah, you want three vodka shots? One shot of this disgusting spirit I have right here for that friend you don't really like. <laughs> and I'm like, no. They're like, are you sure you don't want that? I'm like, okay, we want that. And then I'm like, I like, then I'm like this. I like this. Yeah. So I did that with like, um, they ordered Jagmeister. I gave them 50 50 for Net and Campari. Uh, oh, I gave them oh a shot of Angostura instead of Jagmeister. And yes! Oh my god, that would destroy someone! Yeah! Holy shit! I mean, I tell the like friends, that. but I, like, the guy who oh, isn't no, this ordering. Is yeah. This is like bartender sabotage. I fucking yeah. love it, dude. This yeah. is incredible. Well, so this is the first time that the prank has been played like on the I'm, customer. On the customer. Right? <laughs> well, you, know, you know the one that's common around, uh, around here? It was huge in Baltimore for like a five-year period of time, and I don't know if you guys ever played this. Have you ever played bar uh, roulette before? No. Sometimes it's called sometimes it's called shot roulette. Oh uh, yeah 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 shot yeah, yeah. You put you know you put a bunch of uh, shot glasses out. They all have water. One of them has warm gin, yeah. right? We used yeah. to flip that on. We used to flip that on its head, and we would do all gin one water. Yeah, we'd do all gin one water, or we'd do like all gin, and then one has like tequila, gin, and vodka oh, in it all God. together, and like. <laughs> We were always just trying to just try to play that game of who can fuck one person over here. You know, I, I don't want to I don't want to take too much extra time on this question, but I am curious just because you're an international guest. <clears throat> as far as drinking games go, is there like a, a drinking game that is uh, particular to Sweden or where you're from? I mean, I don't. Which one? Yaraldri. Ah, uh, I mean, never have I ever. Everybody has never have I ever. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we have something. I don't know if you guys have it, but like, call it Ring of Fire. Is that where you put the cards all around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you pick, and you pick, and you put them in the beer. And each card has a different rule. That yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and yeah, cool. I mean, we, we call that kings. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or circle yeah. of death. Yeah. Yeah, we so have ring of fire, and we also have we have a game called Kub in Sweden, which is. I'm sorry. Say yeah, it one more Kub. time, slow for everybody. Kub. Kub. Yeah. So basically, you throw sticks at blocks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm It's two teams against each other, and you try to knock down fire blocks from their side, and they try to knock down fire blocks, and then in the end you hit the last block that's in the middle, and you win. But what you do is you exchange the blocks for beers. Okay. And, ah. you, and you throw sticks at beers, and if you hit the beer can, the other team has to finish it before their round. Or they get okay. a like a a shot as um, a penalty. 
If they okay. don't finish the beer before the last the the round's over, they get a penalty shot. I like this. I mean, I that's like really this. Swedish because no other yeah. country plays cub, so that's really Swedish. Well, that's and I. I, I know that sounds you're, crazy. You're, I know that sounds crazy, but we actually have a similar game here. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. So I went to West Virginia University, and one of the favorite games at West Virginia is a game called relay, where they set up the two teams on each side with a line in the center, and in the center are beer bottles all across right there's one beer bottle for every set of people right so like the teams have to be even so if there's eight people on each side there's eight beer bottles right and what happens is one team starts with with a ball like like a like a soccer ball or some other larger ball like a football and you knock a beer bottle over like you throw it and you knock it over the other team has to run out reset the bottle and then run back to their side. And the entire time that's happening, the team that hit the bottle can drink. So there are some similar rules there. So the, the, the way you win that game is when your team's beers are completely done, your team wins. So it's the team that drinks the most beers that wins. But it's, a, it's got some similar qualities well, to it. And please understand, when I started laughing hysterically, it's not that I'm laughing at the game because... In Kansas, there's a game called Stump, where the goal of the game is to hit nails into a tree stump. It's a fantastic game. I'm just saying, like, I was not laughing. I, I just, like, I was I didn't know what I was expecting. You know what it was? But just hearing we throw sticks at blocks just yeah. set me off. Mike, I just, I felt, I felt community in that moment. Yes. With you. Yes. As many miles as we are away, you throw sticks at blocks, I hit nails into stumps, all right? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all the same. We're all the same. Yeah. We're just trying to get drunk. That's really what it comes That's down right. to. <laughs> It's okay to throw sticks at blocks. I mean, it is pretty stupid, but I mean, and I am the cub champion in Stockholm. Ah, <laughs> yes, well, I'm, I'm so the fucking greatest. The cub you know, the yeah. truth is, um, I actually had this conversation earlier today. Uh, my lady said, "Why do you laugh at me um, every time that I'm doing something you think is adorable?" And I was like, "It's because you ever you ever met like a little toddler or a child that anytime they're happy they just start like cackle giggling they're like ha, 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 ha. that's what just happened to you you were like you heard <laughs> sticks and blocks and you're like that's me that's my life I love I mean, sticks I'll, and blocks I'll, I'll send you the official rules after podcast yes! so Dude, we, you can set it up at home dog we should play it we should play it and videotape it and have that as bonus. There you go. That'd be All awesome. this bonus content that we, we have play, for you people. We'll bring Colts. We'll bring Colts to the I mean, you need 10 blocks, one bigger block, and eight sticks. Okay. And then you're all set up. I got a big backyard. We'll yeah, figure we it out. Yeah, I mean, stuff out there right now. One, uh, We're ready to go. Oh, you know what? Uh, I, have all, I have all the blocks that are left over from building the pergola. <laughs> the pergola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Or you need 10... Ten uh, beer cans, yeah. lighter sticks, and a big bottle of liquor. It can yeah, also work. Yeah. Exactly. We'll bring exactly. The, and we'll bring the Kansas game to our next football. Yeah, exactly. We'll, yes. we'll do that. I'll, I'll I'll tell you how that will. Now, work. stump stump yeah. is the stump is the best game. Okay, it involves that. It involves a lot of potential injuries. You flip a hammer up in the air, and then you have to catch it. And however you catch it, that's, that's how, how you, you hammer the nail the, into the, the stump. Nail it's into the beautiful. Stump. It's a beautiful <laughs> game. And whoever whoever hits the nail all the way to the stump first, they one. win. But there's other there's other little um like side side rules to the game. Like for example, if you flip the hammer twice, like so, 
when you flip it up in the air, it has to make one rotation and then you catch it. But oh, yeah. for every additional rotation that you're willing to risk risk on the hammer, you get extra hits. Yeah. So there's always that one guy around the stump that's like, I'm going to fucking throw a drunkenly throwing a hammer up into the dark night sky. As high as I can in yeah. the air, and I'm still going to catch it, and I'm going to start hammering the yeah. shit out of people. Somebody's going to catch it. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all right. Uh, I'm going to go on the totally different tangent. Like uh, fucking uh, offbeat here, but Do it. in Sweden, crayfish is a really big thing. In okay. end of August, beginning of September, we have crayfish parties. Uh, you we, eat crayfish have, and get we drunk. We have crayfish parties back here too. So once yeah, again, I mean, just, really? but you're you in Kansas. Yeah. So I was at this crayfish party, and uh, in the middle of the night, we got super drunk. Like, okay, we want to go play cub. It's in the middle of the night, super dark, all like So we go out, me and a friend with an axe, and just start making our own cub <laughs> game out of out of the trees in the woods. I love this. I love this. And this is where I got crowned the champion of cub. Because I can't walk straight, I can't see straight, I can barely speak, but I didn't miss a single throw that game. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and we, we played with beers. On yes. as well, so that's when I got crowned the like the Swedish champion of Kub. JT, the Swedish champion of Kub. Yes, I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Can you listen? I pronounce. I've now pronounced it four different ways. Can you just spell the name of the game for us? K U B B. Kub. Okay. All right. Yeah, Kub. I can, I thought it had an L in it. No, no, <laughs> no, so no, no L. All right. All right. Number 10, let's, you have finally, I, I can't believe this is even happening right now. Like, I have looked so forward to this podcast, meeting you, doing this, and now it's coming to a close. You have gracefully maneuvered the gauntlet, my friend. I'm incredibly, incredibly impressed. Flew through it like a, a beautiful jungle bird. Yes. Like a, <laughs> oh, like a nice throwback. I, I see what you did there. That's a reference to the drink we're drinking. Yes, yes it oh. is. We're professionals. <laughs> I'd like to 86 you right now. All right, number 10, firing and quitting stories, or as we affectionately call it. Jungle bird. Getting 86. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Okay. So this was the first bar where I ever worked at. It was a Mexican tiki smash bar. Like, I was bar back in there. Uh, and they, like, fired all their stuff, like, okay, we're gonna shut down for a couple times, like, for a few months, just get everything set up. We'll call you when we open up. And uh, we all got fired. Oh, wow. And I didn't know that, because uh, I took another job and, and like, texted the owner, like, um, I took another job and I'm not gonna be back. <laughs> uh, and then I get a text from the bar manager, can you come in tonight? We really need you. Like, yeah, sure, I can come in tonight, no problem. And I get there, and he, he looks me straight in the eyes, like, fuck this place. They fired all of us. They won't pay me my tips. They, they don't pay the chef. We're going to drink all their tequila and all their mezcal tonight. Oh, shit. <laughs> Are you and kidding I, me? What? Yeah, so, he, so he just fired all of us without, like, I didn't know because I quit. Yeah. But he <laughs> fired everybody else except this bar manager. And he was like, I quit. I'm quitting tonight. We're gonna we're gonna serve these people, and we're gonna drink all the tequila and mezcal. So we just we did like three fingers 
rock glass shots of tequila and mezcal every half hour. Oh my god. Why, why do you and think we, he picked mezcal or, or tequila? Like, there's so many liquors there. I mean, it was a tequila and mezcal bar. Okay, yeah. fair enough, well, fair that's, enough, that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, Mexican... Uh, that was a Mexican joint. My, 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 yeah. my yeah. Like, Mexican... Uh, like, basically tiki recipes, but with a uh, Mexican twist was the so idea. You, so you drink... You guys drank him out of his entire product? Uh, we drank a lot, but I mean, <laughs> we didn't, like, drown out the story, but we, we had a lot. And I got... And I, I was, I, I was a great server and bar back that night. I'm just gonna. <laughs> you know what they no, call? No, but it. we had a. That's a huh? that's 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 a severance package. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and then like the other coworkers, like they, I told them I worked there. They're like, "What the fuck did you do that for?" I didn't know. I quit. And I'm like, oh yeah, we got all fired, and they won't pay us. Now everybody's been paid, but. They didn't get all the tips, apparently, but that place has been going downhill ever since. Yeah. Like, there used to be this really cool tiki tequila. Now they serve beers and burgers, and they're oh. not doing that well. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Oh, when you fucking don't take care of the people that are running the yep. show, man, I mean, that's just going to happen. That's great, though. I'm glad you guys... It, it, it's reminiscent of Trent's episode, where he just took the flat of Corona and the bottle of Makers. He's like, all right, shoulder. we're even, motherfucker. All right, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. So, great, no, great love, story. That, that's how you're supposed to go out. You're supposed to go out with your boots on, yeah, you know, drinking right. someone else's beer. <laughs> well, it's really their beer. What, what, what did they say? Uh, what, did, what did they say in the drama parlor episode? Uh, OPP? And OPP, other people's, <laughs> other people's beer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> OPP? Love That's that. Great. Love it. We have a well, we have a saying in Sweden. Uh, what's your favorite beer? Free one. Yeah. yeah. What's your second? And what's your second favorite beer? A cold one. Okay. <laughs> what about and the third, the third is whatever comes next. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, can, can would you mind? I I hate to make you. I, I don't want to ask you to be a, a piano bar right now, but would you mind saying the same phrase in Swedish for the people as we okay, finish sure. the gauntlet? I like that. Yeah. Sure. Uh, what is your favorite beer? A gratis. What is your favorite beer? A Kalliavel. What is your third favorite beer? The next one that comes. Yeah. All right. Hot shot. Hot shot. Hot shot. I'll send you. I send you the recipes for hot shots. Uh, I hope some wait. fucking kids are listening to this podcast and starts ordering hot shots in America. So you guys can no, screw no. the bartender. <laughs> not, not for me. Wait, I don't know. You, you think we have fresh whipped cream at our bars? We got, yeah. like I said. <laughs> all right, you can get high up our shit, but it's not it's not hand whipped. That's yes, about it. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, bravo, my friend. You have made it to the end of the gauntlet. That was fantastic. There were a couple stories there where I was like, my eyebrows were singed off. I, I was I was so blown away. I was trying to follow you. Like you have this good delivery where you set us up, you set us up, you set us up, and then you drop the floor out from under us and <laughs> did that a couple times. It was amazing, but. Um, okay, we got to wrap it up here. Our final section, as we always like to talk about, is our house, our driving. Okay, where can we improve? Mike and I are not professionals, and I've actually really been looking forward to this from somebody who listens, somebody mm-hmm. who has actually heard a lot of our pods. So, what additional recommendations do you have 
These can be questions we need to ask on the show. This could be, um, you know, a restaurant or a type of food or drink that you really like. Something for the people. And, and these could be Swedish recommendations, too. If, if anybody comes to Stockholm, where should they go? Those mm-hmm. kind of things. Uh, sorry. We had uh, dog problems. Ah. <laughs> And so it's all (laughs) Um, no, I mean, you're driving mostly since I'm a listener, I'll take it up. Gotta fix the sound quality. I know. Sometimes, I mean, I'm just putting it out there. You already know, but it's the biggest issue right now. And that's the thing. That's what, that's what I was going to say when you introduced Hannah tonight was Hannah's the reason that our guest sound quality sounds better than the fucking host sound quality. Okay. Look, we actually met with somebody this week while, while I've been in Maryland. Uh, we're, we're working on it. Steve and I are about to drop some money. And, and, and thank you. It's in process. Like, number one, I want to say thank you to you and everyone else who is a listener. But I also want to say thank you to everybody who has suffered through our fucking shitty underpowered quali- yeah. sound quality. Like, I'm sorry. It's not just that we're lazy or anything. Like, it's difficult. It's expensive. It's, it's been a learning process for us. And I, I completely agree with you, man. That is one of the things that I am still the most upset about as far as this podcast goes is not having professional sound quality. We're getting on that. Thank you so much. I, I really I really agree with your recommendation, and it's coming, man. And seriously, for everybody who, is, who has suffered through it, thank you. You guys are all fucking troopers. I know the sound quality has no, been, Mike, Mike's it's been so bad on some of the episodes. I fucking know, all right? Yeah, it's okay. Just give us okay. some time, all right? We're, We're coming around. We're coming around. <laughs> I mean... We also need to, like, I mean, the gauntlet is great. I'm not going to lie. It's amazing. But we need some more, like, positive things from the bar story. Because, I mean, we all we only tell the shitty stories and the tip <laughs> okay. one. But we need some more positivity. Okay. Like, well, the that's bar business is fun, is too. About. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's right. I mean, I, I do feel like sometimes uh, it can be a little bit about commiserating mm-hmm. um, rather than the positive sides of the business, like how much fun we've had doing this. I, I do think that sometimes our guests take the reins, like Trent, for example, take like he took the reins and he really shared with us what he loved about this business and went down that rabbit hole. But I don't think that that's a bad idea. You know, as I look at these right now, okay, it's pet peeves, worst drinks, worst tips, mistakes and fuck-ups, health code violations. Like, <laughs> I'm at number six, ratchet customers, fights, hazing, firing. These are all generally negative questions. And I'm realizing that maybe this is Mike and I's depression, <laughs> you know, collective depression, uh, playing a little bit too much into the uh, uh, fabric of the show. So I, I think that that is actually one of our better recommendations up until this point. It's something we need to think about. As far as adding a little bit more positivity, well, I, guess I, I still think sex stories. I think that's. I think that's all. Well, that's, our that's our saving <laughs> Not every time. Not every time. Yeah. We heard some <laughs> bad ones. I mean, I remember something about the car and the chef coming back. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Wait till you hear uh, uh, some of the ones that are about to drop. Yeah. We, we have uh, uh, the episode that is coming next is the episode that we had to record twice. No, that's, I, not, that's I, Kyle first. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Uh, we have an episode coming up, though, where our bartender may have had some relations with the bar owner. And some and who and who was, uh, 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 it was to be buried. Yes, owner. <laughs> yeah. There was also another thing about um, a couple of girls getting it on in the that was hot. office of a bar. Was and hot. then there was also a cat involved. Yeah. That was, that I mean, was it was, hot. you're going to like that stuff. <laughs> 
No, I, I mean, I think that's good. Any other recommendations? Because I feel like you've been very... Well, no, seriously, like, so if, I, if I go to Stockholm, and it doesn't just have to be bars, but, like, what, what do I need to check out, you know? I mean, Stockholm, as long as you go during the summer, it's great. I mean, it's one of the most beautiful cities in uh, Europe. Been, Yeah, fight me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, during summer, Sweden wakes up because we have really dark, really cold winters. We only have a f- like a few weeks of summer, but in summer, Sweden wakes up. Everything's better in Sweden during the summer. The okay. bars are better. There are more people outside. But in Stockholm, there's so many. Like, if you want like the fancy places, there's a district for that. If you want like weird and uh, odd, there's a district for that. Oh, okay. So basically. Figure out what you were looking for and ask ask a bartender. And then they'll they're gonna know. send you that area. Yeah. Because I had a few tourists at my bar and like, oh, hi, we want to go to different parts. We're like, we're really happy here, but we want to see more places. Like, okay, what are you looking for? Uh, we're looking for like kind of weird places. That are a bit odd. Like, okay, you're going to have to go to the south of Stockholm. There's where all those places are. There's where all what's the hipsters that, are. What's, are that region, what's that area called? It's Söder Malm. It's like the south part. Okay. And, so and, it, and luckily, like, luckily, all the bartenders in Sweden speak just as good, if not better English <laughs> than do. a lot of people in America. Listen, right? they speak. Our guest yeah. tonight speaks better English than you and, and me <laughs> and our mush mouths. I mean, I've been I've been notorious on this pod for getting tongue tied. Um, but that's great. I like is I like that as a. Uh, like a genre thing. I never thought about that because there aren't a lot of city. Like there are places, there are places in like big cities like Chicago and New York and D.C. where you can say like, for example, if you're in New York, the meatpacking district is known to be a very like curated bar area. Every single bar in the meatpacking district was formerly like a food processing you know, uh, building a hundred years ago. And there are these old buildings that have been repurposed and they're beautiful, right? They're, you know, big and in, in, like uh, new age industrial and the bricks and all that stuff. And every bar in that district is like that architecturally, but we don't really have genres of bars siloed by like neighborhood, which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. A lot of cities here, it's like, you, hey, here's your neighborhood, and here are all the bars there. And they're all different. <laughs> like, uh-uh. Amber. Amber's passionate about this category. Yeah. I think uh, there's somebody walking through, past our door. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty cool, though. Um, all right, well, uh, unless you have another recommendation, we're going to move to our final question of the evening. I mean, the last one is people aren't from... If you have an, another non-American listener, American bartenders have either given me my best co-worker experience or my best bar experience. American bartenders are something extra. Wow. So if you ever if you ever have the chance to go to a bar with an American bartender, go there. They're either going to be fucking great at making drinks or you're going to have a time of your life just laughing your ass off. You've cons- awesome. I don't know how you consistently keep flattering us. Steve's <laughs> blushing. I, I am, man. Because, look, you're benevolent. I mean, I'm a bartender. No, but your benevolence exceeds you. We've, <laughs> a, we've asked a lot of you, man. Get your own equipment. Show up, uh, you know. Show up in the six-hour time difference. Like, bear with us as we're trying to get online. I I lost track of the questions because I'm I got emails coming in from work. I mean, you have been 
so kind on this and uh, uh, to go there again. I mean, we really appreciate it, man. We really do. Um, Mike, you want to team up for the final question of the night? <clears throat> yeah. So, why do you still do this? AKA, why do you hate yourself? I mean, man, this does sound really depressing. I've been thinking of this a lot. God damn it! Here <laughs> and the only fucking the only fucking good reason I can come up with is. I really like to be the center of the attention and I don't get any other talents. Uh, my guy. I, I love this guy. Yes. He's throwing sticks all night. Dude, it's my stage, man. <laughs> I want I want to be out there and I want to be able to like be the Pied Piper for everybody that's there. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say, the bartenders you work with are the fucking funniest people you ever meet. Yeah. Like, shit, bartending brings out the funniest, funniest side in everybody. It's been funny coordinating this with you because you've been such a cocky motherfucker, and you definitely earned earned it tonight. But like, like, I remember texting you about being on the podcast. He's like, "Well, he's like, you know, I'm I'm a pretty cool guy, so hopefully you guys don't bring me down." No, <laughs> like, one, just giving a shit from the get go. The, the one, the one that made me laugh was when uh, when he text when he sent Mike the DM message of the microphone rig, and he's like, "Is this gonna be?" Yeah, is bad? this good? No, yeah, which is way better than anything that Steve or I have. As you all know, because you've been listening to I the loved podcast. It. I loved it. <laughs> all right. Well, final question. We're going to send you on your way. Obviously, this is just the start to an amazing friendship, but we have to put this pod, uh, throw a button on the end here. So if you ever opened a bar, what would you call it or what would the theme be? I mean, this is illegal in Sweden as now, for now. Hopefully it will change. I want to have a fucking... Um, food truck where I can just make three cocktails. One that's set and the other two are rotating because I'm so fucking tired making the cocktail. Like, oh, make me a fucking Long Island. Make me a decor. No, I want to make yeah. what I want to make. Yeah. So you I, I don't give a shit if you think it's good. I want to make my fucking blue cheese infused vodka with watermelon juice or something. Yes. I want to make up my own fucking things. So this is every a fucking hot- week. This is a cocktail truck that drives yeah, around I want to and roll. does cocktails. That's awesome. Talk about a brews cruise, right? That's a cool idea, man. Yeah, but I you can't that. have get a liquor license if your place is moving in Sweden. So yes, okay. we, we have a similar thing. I mean, I I think you could probably. I'm surprised that you couldn't tweak that to be event based. You know, you, I know you're working in the event business now. Like, I mean, you know. Could you could you be like that kind of truck, but at like big music festivals or yeah, sporting events? You probably can. Yeah, I mean the cool problem idea. with yeah, but that because I want to do my stuff. I don't want to have like go after a set menu every fucking month week. Mm-hmm. I want to do like what inspires me this week. That's what I want to do. You know what you would call it, right? No? You'd have to call you'd have to call it KCC for Cube Champion Cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucking yeah. amazing. And I rent out Cube play sets from the back. Cube cocktails. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you just have a pop up Cube set that you just hand out to people as they're drinking your yeah. cocktails. They're throwing sticks and blocks, baby. <laughs> I love it, man. Hey look, this was JT. I can't tell you how much of a pleasure this was, man. Yeah. I I do not say this hyperbolically. Like I want this to be the start of something. We, um, you know, we talk about this on the pod all the time about this growing, getting to know our guests better, getting to visit our guests. Um, we don't 
just say that with smoke. Like, it's it's serious, man. Are you we, kidding me? Do you know how much I'd love to come to Sweden and hang out with you for a you know, first time, man? It'd be great. It'd you be have awesome. the legend has Play been. Play some Kuba with you. Yes, the legend <laughs> has been set, okay? And I feel like Mike and I are going to practice over the next six months to a year, and we're going to find a time to come, and I'm going to try to dethrone the champ, dude. Yep. I'm gonna tell you. He might be able to do it. Seems all about those yards. Those are big words. (laughs) Big words. Well, cheers, buddy. Anything you want to say to the people before we let you go here? I mean, fuck. Keep having fun. Like, be good. I don't know. Skull. Fuck. (laughs) Skull. I mean, fucking be nice to your bartender and your servers. Tip well. Yes, And don't fucking special order food items. (laughs) (laughs) Well said, my friend. Cheers. And? Skål. Skål. And fuck off. Skål. Ah, fuck off. (laughs) But not Sweden. We love you, Sweden. If you or someone you know is struggling with alcoholism or substance abuse, please contact SAMHSA's National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. Their National Helpline is free, confidential, 24-7, and 365 days a year. Look, we love you guys. We really appreciate listening along, but more than anything, we want you to stick around. And you can't do that if you're not taking care of yourself. So if you do need some help, Please reach out to the International Helpline. If you're an international listener, please just get online and find a helpline or a help center near you. And as always, Steve and I are happy to talk to anyone. If you need just somebody to to talk to or vent to, we're happy to be there for you. We can't offer you any professional help, but we really do appreciate you guys being a part of this podcast. And we want you to stick around. And Steve and I are happy to help in any way that we can to make sure that that happens. So thanks again, guys. We love you. And we'll see you on the next episode. Well, Michael, Zero Hour is upon us. I mean, we recorded this actual episode like three fucking months ago, all right? Um, But goddamn, JT Slade, amazing, amazing. Um, So much cool stuff just learned about just Sweden in general. But um, Mm -hmm. uh, we promised, we promised the people that we would put our money where our mouths are and we would try the Malibu Dew. So that's what we're about to do here. Yeah, and some corrections. So okay, it's really whatever. the car- the caribou dew. Well, we got to get it right. So the caribou dew was Jude's drink, his favorite drink. We gave Jude a ton of shit about it, but it's one fifty one rum, pineapple juice, and Malibu. And we've talked a lot and, of and Mountain drink. Dew and Mountain Dew. You're missing and Mountain a, Dew. An, a yeah. key component. Is <laughs> thank you. <laughs> which is why it's called the Malibu Dew. Caribou Dew. Okay. Regardless, I you think have to you have to have the Mountain Dew. You want to come out here, start firing and making corrections. Then what? Then let's get it correct. It's got Mountain Dew in it. My most it hated soda. While we're on the topic, what's your favorite soda? What's your most hated soda? Go. Um, my favorite soda. I mean, I don't know. Coca Cola is a classic. I really of don't course. drink soda unless neither there's do I. In there. Neither do yeah. I. I'm just saying. You know, occasionally uh, I, I'm with you. I think Coke Classic or Dr Pepper are my go-to's. But occasionally uh, a fine Barks root beer. 
really. I do uh, like a, I do like a good root beer. You know, and also, I used to drink the hell out of Code Red. So ah, uh, you're a fucking I've, garbage. I've got person. some history that Halo Two. You're days, a garbage man. person, Code Red. <laughs> good God, I bet when uh, when they take X-rays of your insides, they don't even uh, they don't even give you the lead blanket. They just let Steve, you. You know, your insides are ruined already. I can't afford X-rays. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah, well, yeah, you have to spend your money on Code Red. Good lord, <laughs> of course. I don't drink it anymore. Anyway, right, well, so let's back get to down the, to the, the caribou hand. Yeah, so the, the we already talked about this at the beginning of the show, but the whole reason we know JT is because he sent us his version, his souped-up version, his Swedish right. That's how version, we got here. Yeah, yeah of of the caribou do. See, and so, this is a lesson to the children out there. You talk shit on somebody like one of your good friends, Jude, and good things come of it. You know exactly. what I mean? We talk shit about Jude, and then out of nowhere, a listener from across the globe hooked on to that drink, made that drink uh, a different way, spruced it up, right? My, I mean, that that's what made it his way, um, and swore to us that it slapped and DM'd us and—, and there you go. That's how we ended up with JT's episode in the first yeah, place. So he, he literally it's a little said bit of behind behind the curtain, the making <laughs> yeah, of the music. You know. Yeah, he said it slaps. I'm reading his Instagram message right now. So, well, we shall see. We shall see. So, should we get down to the to let's the do actual, it, man? To the actual uh, list here. So yeah, I have uh, my shaker right here. You want to walk us through it while we yeah. uh, piece this bad boy together? Yeah. So uh, what you're going to need is Malibu, Anejo rum, orange juice, lime juice, and Mountain Dew. And, of course, they're on the metric system, so the actual amount is 2 centiliters of Malibu, 2 centiliters of Anejo rum, 3 centiliters of orange juice, and 1 cent- centiliter of lime juice, and then you fill the rest with Mountain Dew. Right. And that comes out to about 0.7 ounces for the 2 centiliters, and about just over 1 ounce for 3 centiliters of orange juice, and then about 0.4 or 0.4 ounces of lime juice. We're getting a little technical, but that's because we want to try to do justice to JT's drink. And I don't really know. I mean, he didn't quite name it, but I think we can confidently call it the Stockholm Do or something like that. Um, we should, yeah, we should. If it's if it's good enough, we should ask. Well, he should come up with a name with it for it either way. But you know, there's gonna come a day in time where Jude and JT are gonna find themselves in the same bar together drinking. The, the their versions of this drink and it's gonna be like a Spider Man meme. It's gonna be amazing. Jeez. All right. So where are we starting with? We're starting with Malibu, right? Yeah. Okay. Well ice in a glass, then about point seven ounces of Malibu. It's gonna be a little clunky here on my end. I feel like I'm doing a chemistry project. Okay. And then uh, about point seven ounce or point seven ounces of anejo rum. Okay. I'm with you. I'm gonna do just a little bit more. But that's how that's how he would have made it for me anyway. And yeah, then yeah. three or one, just over one ounce of OJ. Okay, one ounce of OJ. And of course, freshly squeezed is the best. I have fresh squeezed lime juice, but I don't have fresh squeezed orange juice, so that might make a little okay. bit of a difference. And then one ounce once, of OJ. Yep, and then about point four ounces of lime juice. So just okay. under a half a shot of lime juice there. It's a good thing. Oop, I did a little too much there. I'm going to give an extra just sprig of lime because I really don't like Mountain Dew. Just okay. a little sprucey goosey. Okay. All right, so then let's shake this up. Okay. Actually, can't shake it. But... Note to self, people. Do not shake with the Mountain Dew in it. Yeah, don't put the Mountain Dew in there. It's so weird. I can't hear that from your end. I can see you shaking it on the feed, but I can't hear it at all. 
You know what's great about uh, uh, me getting to do a little bit of bartending on this pod? I get what? to drown out you talking. It's fucking oh, fantastic. Wow. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> My poor little feelings. <laughs> you have those? Yes. All right. So we're going to pour that. We're going to pour that in our glass. Oh, God. There's the train. <laughs> we're going to have to check these. All right. It's an all drink. <laughs> if you're out there following along, you know the rules. How many times did the train make it into this episode? What, like three? Three or four? Too now? many. Yeah. No, this train hasn't been in this episode because we were in Maryland when we recorded this. That's true. Wow. Yeah. Look at the train making an appearance. That'll show the listeners how dedicated we are. We <laughs> did this ep When we originally recorded this episode, Mike and I were together in Maryland, and now Mike is back in Pittsburgh, and we're uh, trying to wrap this bad boy up. <laughs> All right. So how much... <laughs> Good Christ. How much Mountain Dew are you doing? Well, I just filled the rest of my glass up. So I imagine, you know, this, uh, you know, it's one of those things to where I'm sure that, you know, varying the, the volume will affect the drink, but do, do I you know, have, do, do you think I have to fill the rest of the glass up? No, I don't want to have to drink Mountain Dew if I don't have to. To drink be fair, Mountain he did, Dew, you know I mean? actually, I will say he did send the picture that he actually did. Yeah, can we see was the a, glass? It was a pint, it Let's was get a pint. technical here. It was you know like I mean? it was like a it was like a highball glass. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I have like looks a cup. A... I have like a cup. Okay. You know, honestly, it looks a little taller look... than a normal highball look, though. See, yeah, see the yeah, shots. I see. I see what it's you're saying. It's a little. Like it's a... a little taller. Yeah, it's like a skinny Tom Collins type of deal. I have but a cup, kinda, so I'm not going to go quite all the way with it. Okay. Um, all right. Initial impression on smell. Smell the bouquet. <laughs> I'm getting mostly orange juice, honestly. I, got... I little pickup of the of the coconut rum. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think we just dive in. Do you want to just eat? We'll say virtual cheers here, baby. Cheers. Cheers. Good luck to you, my friend. Yeah, that's really not too bad. I could drink that. I could drink that on a beach. Yeah, I mean, I, I would. Like, it's really not that bad. I wouldn't order this at a bar. I, I would order I it if I was at if I was at JT's bar in Stockholm. You know what I, I I'm gonna say my my two initial impressions are this um, number one I think ooh wow the coconut really comes in at the end yeah. doesn't it holy shit you, re you really get the the coconut and you, at the honestly, very I, end I can't taste the Mountain Dew so much as just the fizz of the the car the carbonation of the soda is that's more interesting of... you know I think it's because that orange juice is so powerful that you don't mm -hmm. get any coconut on the front maybe I put a little too much orange juice in mine but. Um, initial impression, I would like slightly less orange juice and, um, I would like this in a ridiculous glass with like a crazy straw, you Definitely know, a and, crazy straw. And it'd be I like cool where if, at. if like a naked Caribbean woman was serving this to me, that would be ideal, okay. that's, but that's, you know, it's also, it's also not bad, uh, not bad, uh, breakfast drink. I feel like, this no, why they just quit adding things to the breakfast category. That's a, that's a, a stacked roster. It's not terrible. It's really not that bad. All right. Uh, any any other impressions on your end? I'm I'm kind of like trying to. Well, because the, the first time I tried in. it, I did the 151, the Malibu, and the Coke, or and then the uh, Mountain Dew, and of course right. I don't I don't think they make 151 anymore. So to be fair to they Jude, do they do it's do called they? moonshine and you get it in wow. the Appalachian Mountains and it's fucking so basically fantastic. Wh what I used instead of one fifty one rum was Everclear <laughs> so maybe right. that's maybe I got a bad first I mean I'm sorry I don't like Mountain Dew so I'm never gonna order a mixed drink with Mountain Dew and then the coconut rum on top of that like you know I I have my dignity 
So compared um, compared that to- was absolutely. I'm sorry. Maybe it was maybe it was the uh, grain alcohol, but that was too. It was disgusting. Right. That, that one first was drink was terrible. This is actually if if you made this, this for pal- somebody and you didn't tell tell them what it was, it tastes like a nice kind of fruity, you know. Uh, you know, cocktail. There's it really, does have really an islandy. It does. Tell me, I'm not wrong. It does have an islandy quality to it with the with the orange juice and the and the coconut. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, and Very, the lime juice like too. Tropical. You know, it's a lot of elements there. It's just I can't get over the idea that Mountain Dew is even in this drink. I can't even really taste it, frankly. Which yeah, is agreed. nice. Which is great. Yeah. I was worried about that. So, all right. Well, listen, we did the damn thing, Mike. Let's do, let's uh, let's close it down. What's your rating? One out of ten. One out of ten. I'm I'm gonna give it a six and a half because you know, I'm still I would never order this anywhere you know okay. out of all the drinks it's 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 good but I I wouldn't order it again you know what I okay. mean I'd have I'd have a Jungle Bird again before I tried this all right um for me I'm gonna go I'm gonna go execution as far as like taking a bad drink or like a bad concept and making it something palatable. As for, uh, so I'm I'm just gonna give my JT rating right now. I'll give JT uh, an eight point seven on taking a drink that I don't really think had legs and making it palatable. As far as my impression of the drink, I'm probably gonna give it like a six point two. Um, I just you know what I think it is. I'm I'm almost never gonna drink something with orange juice in it as a cocktail, like as that as the predominant flavor. Um, not a big screwdriver guy, not a big mimosa guy. The only time orange juice is going to come into play with my cocktails is if it's a fresh squeeze crush, an orange crush or creamsicle crush, or I do love the occasional tequila sunrise. I love it, you know, um, especially if we're eating tacos early in the morning. But, yeah, um, it was okay, you know. If this was all that was available, I could have 10 of them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's kind of like the uh, the riot juice. Yeah. Um, if you use green alcohol, that is. Um, yeah, no, as far as JT taking a subpar cocktail and turning it into something, 10 out of 10. He, he, he crushed it. He really did. So Why'd you one-up me? I gave him a solid 8.7. You, had well, you, to come didn't in ex- and you didn't explain the parameters of what I was voting for. I, <laughs> you know, I, like six, I made up six my own parameters. Like, okay, well, actually, what well, well, happened this is your this is your show, too. We're making it up <laughs> as we go along, okay? Um, I didn't, I honest to God, people, we didn't prep before the segment. We sat down and just... You know, did the damn thing. For all I know, my microphone's not even recording, you know? Yeah. And we might have to do it again. That. But, all right. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Hope you enjoyed the Malibu Caribou Stockholm Do. Um, if you make it at home, there's our review. Good luck to you. Hope you enjoyed it. If it becomes your favorite cocktail, please DM us. We would love to share with JT that he is changing the world. One Caribou Do drinker at a time. And honest to God... You know, Jude's been a little depressed about this ever since the holidays, okay? All the shit that's been talked. He would love a little bit of emotional support. Send your regards into to, to both JT and Jude. Show us your pictures of you making this. Um, there might be a sticker pack in it for you. Wink, wink. Hey, maybe we should get Jude on here to review the Stockholm do. I would love that. I would love that. You know, and, and actually it's funny. Uh, Jude and I were just talking earlier today Um you know, he is just such a fascinating character, and I, I'd love to get him on here for just some, maybe like a open, maybe he can be part of the uh, a couple's therapy that you and I are going to do. He can be kind of an impartial third party. We'll, t- we'll talk more about that. But All right, people. Love you. Have a great, uh, great evening or day or wherever you're at. I don't know when you're listening to this. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and uh, it's always uh, fuck off.
I thought I was being helpful. No, you weren't. You actually, I thought you I was being helpful. You made everything more difficult for me. Oh, man. Oh, you son of a bitch. Okay. I have it right here. God, you're such a fucking it. Deposit. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Went around 28. God damn it. 28. Steve's an idiot. Fucking <laughs> moron. All right. Uh, I just wanted to say, I'm sorry, I kind of lost my thought there for a second, but any, anything, any other way that we can... Uh, pepper in more stuff about what it's like in Sweden because I know we didn't really get to delve into that yeah. but I think I'm interested in that I think our listeners will be interested in that as well so because Steve's a fucking moron let's do a clap again okay I'm sorry I love you Steve don't touch my shit until unless I tell you to okay so let's do a three two one clap okay three two one one more time three two one all right lead us back in Steve god damn it <laughs>